Hello listeners and welcome to Week Points, the podcast where we talk about what we've watched, read and listened to during the week. My name's Rich and with me as ever is my star co-host, it's Nick! Hello, hello, hello to everybody. Nick, how are you? I'm all right, man. I'm all right. I'm good. I'm good. I'm, uh, I'm enjoying a day off. I've, I've got loads of work to do, but I've been looking forward to doing this. So um, so I'm having an afternoon off. We're recording this. Um, it's currently 20 past midday on, um, is it Wednesday or Thursday? It's Wednesday, isn't it? So it's is Wednesday. Is it Wednesday? Yes, yes, yes Wednesday, we, yeah. Just yeah. before the start of the Jubilee weekend. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. Do you remember... Yeah. <clears throat> do you remember... I remember, I was, well, obviously, we were at school during the 1977 Silver Jubilee. Mm. And at our school, yeah. we all got a glass. I ran I ran home from Nightingale Primary School in Balby, which doesn't exist anymore. It was a museum yeah. for a bit, and now it's just a fucking note. And I ran home with a glass in my hand with the, with the, um, the you know, the coat of arms on. And I, I went, Mum, look at this! Slammed it down on the counter and broke it. Really? <laughs> Never even Shit. got a drink from it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got a mug. You got a mug, ah. yeah, like a yeah, just like a, a white beaker with, um, you know, her face on and and the, the coat of arms and shit on it, right? Um, and I, we we did all have to make um, Union Jack flags. We had to paint Union Jack flags. Um, uh, Union Jack's too difficult, isn't it, for kids to be painting? Ah, oh, the the amount of times you'd sit there. Actually, Mark Smith, who uh, in our school was like. Yeah, he always had his ruler out, and he was always it, and he was, you know, and he'd come over and he'd go, he got a really snotty nose. He'd go, eh, no, you lie too close. That blue should be there, the white, and yeah, St Andrew's flag. Sniff, sniff, fuck off, Andrew Mark Smith, Jesus. Anyway, he had very shiny sleeves, Mark Smith, very very shiny sleeves. He constantly, <laughs> constantly drawing him across his ooter, and uh, yeah, it gave it gave his coat a sheen. It was like a, a little two tone green part on the on his uh, on his coat. Anyway, there did you go. it end up? Um, did it end up building up and drying it to become a shell? I, I would imagine so. Yes, I, I, I never. I, to be honest, I, I wasn't really in his circle of friends, nor was he in mine. So I, it, it, we weren't really close. But you could see it occasionally. I think after after a, you know a, a prolonged uh, use of the sleeve, it would catch the sunlight and look quite beautiful. It could it could glisten. You know, <laughs> I, I, I would imagine in like a spy film. If, um, you know, those moments where someone glints their watch and, and the assassin is put yeah. off, I would imagine he'd be able to do that with his anorak. Yeah. And, the, and the glint yeah. of light off the snot would, um, would put yeah, off any of, would-be um, that, school that bullying. Kind of, that kind of beetle iridescence you can see just in the corner. <laughs> That's exactly, there you go. Perfect, yeah. It's, it's the kind of thing that people would pay a lot money, of money for to have on their car, <laughs> that kind of flip paint style. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who's done your car? Oh, the garage down Thorn. Who did yours? Mark Smith. Just wiped his nose all over my car. It's brilliant. Every It'll day. wash off. When it rains, it's, it's oh. gone, but then yeah, he'll be back tomorrow. I keep him in shed. <laughs> Mark Smith. Um, I had a disappointing uh, uh, point watching TV last night. I oh. thought that um, The Boys was back on. I thought the season three was it was on. No, it's... Because it's... The, the, They've just put Third, like a little tra- they put a trailer on. Yeah, I, was yeah, I think it's this Friday. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm excited for the boys. Uh, as we, we, I think we, we might have mentioned this before, which is um, mm. just re- brilliant, subversive, disgusting, wonderful. Um, and um, I, I haven't seen any of the new Stranger Things yet. I've not, I've not touched that yet. I'm, no. I'm going to be watching that 
at the same time as my mate Sal. If you're listening, Sal, hello, Sal. Uh, and um, we'll be texting each other as we, as we watch it and stuff like that. So that's mm. that's going to be happening at some point. Um, but uh, other than that, uh, I've seen a bit of the, you know, <clears throat> Amazon Prime have got their, because they own fucking everything and they own IMDB and IMDB have got their own channel which was originally called IMDB TV and it's yeah. now called Free V which is the, yeah. it's part of their logo um, and yeah. they've done the spin-off to Bosch I was a big fan of Bosch yes. and so they've done Bosch Legacy he's um, a private dick now isn't he? he he is a private dick I mean he's always been a dick a, a brilliant character but he's always been a bit of a dick but now he's a private dick um, yeah <clears throat> yeah so, pay, played by the wonderful and very underrated Titus Welliver. Awesome name. Imagine being called Titus Welliver. Well, I'm, I'm sure oh, he does. No. I wonder uh, what his parents were called. Oh, and I, 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 I imagine if it was just something like Ken and June. Something really normal. <laughs> you know. <laughs> this is Ken and June and their son Titus. I didn't know whether he'd been named after Grandad Titus. Grandad Titus. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Maybe they're, maybe they're, um, this is a really poor, uh, you know, I'm almost tempted not to say it now, but I've set myself up. I was going to say, maybe their um, uh, relatives are from the Eastern Bloc and their surname is Anatschuf. And, and oh. yeah. <laughs> That's the kind of shit my dad used to say. I'm now 51 and making the kind of shit jokes my dad would make up. Appalling, appalling. <laughs> yeah, I'm not editing that now. No, that's please, that's got to stay in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You humiliate me, and rightly so. I deserve hauling over any coals for that particular bag of shit. Um, although I read, I read. Did we mention? <clears throat> I read Billy Summers, the Stephen, yep. the Stephen King's latest uh, book. Uh, I read it. I mean, it's, it wasn't this week. I read it a couple of months ago, but it's uh, fantastic. A real. Um, it's not one of his supernatural um, books, but. It is compelling, and there's a brilliant uh, plot development, sort of halfway through, just just after halfway through the book, that takes it in an unexpected but but natural direction. Phenomenal character study, wonderful book. Uh, if you're up, if you're up for reading it, read it. If you don't, listen to it on Audible. If you don't, there'll be a film in a couple of years, which probably won't be as good, but it'll still be all right. So yeah, a big recommendation from me, Billy Summers. Very good. Um, I started reading. Um... Uh, Norm Macdonald's book based on the true story, not a memoir. Um, Norm Macdonald was like the stand-up. He was the stand-up guy, right? Wasn't yeah, he's one of my yeah. favorite, one of my favorite stand-ups ever. Um, and, uh, and that's that. That's a really good read. He's he's very good at writing. It's very um, Hunter S. Thompson. Um, <coughs> oh, okay. It's uh, feels like Gonzo journalism when you're reading it, and that's uh, very right. entertaining. But he has um, <clears throat> he put just put a thing on Netflix yesterday. I think it was. And it's um, Norm Macdonald was due to do uh, another stand-up special for Netflix. Um, okay. But but then because of um, the pandemic and then obviously sadly he died, uh, he didn't get to do it. But he was so keen on the material being preserved in some way that he yeah. just got in touch with the people who were going to be filming the stand-up and he said, can I just do it to you over like... Um, of like Zoom or whatever, yeah, yeah. So the so Netflix have got his recording of him basically doing his set, but it's just to whoever's on the other end of the line on Zoom, and it's just oh, okay. his own. What's it like? I swear, man. Um, because like the 
I was thinking I, it, I found it a very hard, a very hard watch anyway because obviously it's, it's it's still sad, it's still quite freshly sad that he's he's, he's died, and he, he doesn't look particularly well in it either. Okay. And he and and knowing that he knew that he was, it you know he was he wasn't well and that he didn't have much time left that affects right. you obviously viewing of it. Um, but his his delivery and his timing and everything is mm. is perfect and uh, you can see how it, it would have just easily translated that straight onto onto stage yeah. but i think it works better if you just if you if you only hear it it, it it takes you out of it a little bit when it's just a guy sat on the other side doing a standard routine because it needs that audience interaction yes, there isn't any there's no, there's none at all um so that all the like the the beats and the timing and the things you think of, yeah well that well that's where the, a big laugh would come and that's where like he says something and the it's obvious that he would in on stage it would be the, the audience would guess what he was about to say yeah 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 so that, and so he he leaves that little pause there as if it's ready for the audience and he gives like a smile and then he carries on to the next bit but so it's 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 odd it's like it's like a stand up where somebody's done the audio for it and then they've just taken away all of the crowd it's oh, just no. it's, it, it's like weird. behind closed doors because the previous stand-up he'd been racist and so they've, they've taken his crowd away from him yeah yeah that's a, yeah, weird, that's it's, a weird thing it's, it's, for it's comedy that must be yeah that must be really really unusual um because well at, at, at the end of it they've <clears> got um they've got a group of his like comedian friends on right and they're they're saying um that him in, in doing that Zoom thing, that's kind of what he was like when they would be backstage together or they were on tour where he would, he would that's how he would deliver stuff. He would, oh, okay. he would still, even if it was just off the cuff, he would still deliver it like, you're my audience and I'm so, even if it's just me and you, I'm right. going to deliver this, I'm going to deliver the line as if like you're, you're a paying audience. Wow, um, okay. So they're saying he was always like, like nurtured his material. Um, uh -huh. But it is an odd. I'm glad that they've got got it. I just don't know if I yeah, I'd watch it again. I would, if I if they brought it out on if it was on audio if it was just on like Spotify or something, I think I'd listen to it. But I found it a difficult watch. Would they? Do you think there would be any value in in uh, watching it with canned laughter on it? Or I mean, obviously you'd know, wouldn't you? You'd know it's not real, but yeah. uh, it wouldn't bring you. You don't. I don't know. That's just a silly thing to say. But I'm I'm, I'm curious as to know. You know how how integral we as uh, uh, we are conditioned to listen to comedy, um, and yeah, you know, because of the group response, the collective response. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, because it just it just feels like there's there's an important track missing in yeah. the recording. Uh, it, it's an interesting thing. Like if they if they brought it out and they brought it out as an audio only thing with like mm -hmm. a laugh track in it, I think if you didn't know the circumstances. Yeah, you would just take it in as like a great live show. Okay. Because um, his delivery is perfect. Right. It's exactly yeah, yeah. as you would expect it to be live. But um, I don't know. It's just an odd one. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's an odd little curio. Yeah. Okay. Oh well. Well, it's so so it's a sort of recommendation for the material, but not necessarily for the circumstances surrounding it and and the the final. Yeah. I mean, God, yeah. the material. The material is amazing, <clears throat> and it's um. Uh, I mean, I like his. I liked his writing anyway, but um, his his material was still so sharp, considering that he obviously 
he was going through a lot of stuff and he was sure. ill and he hadn't had time he hadn't had a chance to kind of work these things out in front of an audience and stuff. There wasn't any bits in it where I was like, Oh, that's a bit of that's a bit flabby or you could have cut that bit out. It was all super tight. You know, okay. it must have been a great a great person editing his own material. Right. So it's a curious one. Yeah, it's I don't, it's a I'm glad like I said, I'm glad it exists, but yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah. think I could watch it again for a bit. Fair enough. Okay. Um any any other things that you've done or listened to? Well <coughs> one one thing that um the main thing really that I have watched yeah. twice. Yeah. Is what we're gonna be talking about today. Ah, yes indeed. It's a, it's another Bond blaster. It is indeed, uh, as 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 mentioned in the previous podcast. So chosen by the magic dice last time. Yes, it's uh, it's Thunderball this week, isn't it? It is. It is. It is Thunderball. Yes, Thunderball, which um, was the if you adjust um, just for inflation and everything like that, uh, it's the it's the highest grossing Bond film, I think, still to date. That's right. I've read that somewhere. I think because because Goldfinger, which obviously uh, was the, the the previous one. Um, mm. was so successful critically and had found the formula for Bond, it meant that everybody yeah. went, oh, wow, got to go to the next one. Ah, amazing. It's yeah. a bit like, um, do you remember that band World of Twist? Yes. Yeah. So World of Twist were an indie band from the early 90s. Again, Rich and I are showing our vintage here, but the, in the early mm. 90s, they, um, they were um, formed in Manchester, but they weren't part of the Manchester scene. They were quite weird sort of uh, synths and sp- you know, odd sounds, and they brought out a song called yeah. "Sons of the Stage," which was uh, critically lauded. It it reached, I think, number forty-one. Didn't quite crack the top forty, but everyone went, "Ah, oh, they're going to be amazing!" And their next single was called "Sweets," and it was shit. It was really boring. <laughs> it was just really mundane and ordinary. And the previous singles, "The Storm" and "Sons of the Stage," were fantastic. And then they went, "There's our single! Yay, we're in the charts!" And it was fucking bobbins. And you went, "Ah." <laughs> And so Thunderball, <laughs> um, the Thunderball is the world of twist um, of um, yeah, it's the it's the sweets to Goldfinger's Sons of the Stage. There you go. There's there's a there's a very niche analogy. <laughs> that is a comparison that's never been made before. Never, never, absolutely not. You've seen it. You've seen it to dead people. That was a birth of a comparison. Yes, there you go. Absolutely. Save that one. Get it on a t-shirt or use it yourselves. You go well. Let me tell you. Anything so, that's slightly disappointing, it's all world of twist. Right, are we, are, we, are we doing this now, or are we doing let's, it? Let's get in. No, let's get in it. Um, okay, can Thunder- I roll out the lion? <laughs> yeah, go on. It's an MGM film. <laughs> there you go, done that. Right, we're off. So, we, we start off with um, a shot that I'd, uh, I didn't realise that I, uh, when it had stopped being included. It's the, it's the, the barrel... Or the is it a barrel or is it supposed to be a, a gun sight of um, that moves across the screen? Yeah, it's it's bo- it's, it's completely illogical, but it is. Yeah, it's the idea. It's, it's the um, yeah, it's down the barrel of the gun because it's got the twists. Of the, the, That's the, what the I screw. thought, but then I yeah. thought that, that that wouldn't work. But obviously it does. Um, yeah, so it's looking down the barrel of the gun. It moves across the screen. It finds Bond. Bond turns really quickly and shoots the barrel, which then wavers a little bit and then gets covered in blood, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Yes, it's at the um, beginning of pretty much. I think all the Bond films, right? Maybe not Doctor No, but it's definitely. Yeah, but it it must have stopped because I mean it's obviously not on the Daniel Craig. Isn't ones, it? Is it? Are you sure? Oh, is it not? Oh, is it? Or oh, maybe it I, is then. I, I, I don't it... remember us talking about it. 
Um, no, that with the with Casino Royale, they did it slightly yeah. differently because uh, it, it it used the the turn and shoot, and then put the barrel over it just at the start, and then went da 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 and got into the music. Uh, right. So they they did okay. it by subterfuge. Uh, uh, right. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, anyway, it's a very elaborate, um, el- elaborately choreographed turn that this guy does. <laughs> I don't even think it, I don't know if it's Connery. But it's, 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 I'm going to say, I'm going to figure out it's camp the way he does it. <laughs> it is slightly available for Panto. I mean, he, he sort of drops, <laughs> drops slightly to a knee, but it's a bent leg, isn't it? It's a bent leg and a twist. It's, there's a bent leg and a twist, but there's <clears> also um, an arm flourish at the back. There is an arm for, flourish, yes, for, for, for balance. For balance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that they, I feel like there might have been a pointy finger as well. That are, well, certainly, pointed. yeah, certainly some spiky hands. Yeah, yeah. I think that's just some flair, isn't it? That's a little bit of flair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Putting his own touch to it. Yeah, he has. I mean, if you change the music, because obviously it's da 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 da. But if you went, you know, I think you'd still get the same effect, or maybe not the same effect. Either the, the slap bass of um, Seinfeld, you know, the um, the scene changes <laughs> in Seinfeld. Yeah, but do do ding do do. Arms up, guns out. You know, so yeah, it, it might it might work. Yeah. So that's thrown in right at the start, and that's that's um, a bit where I was thinking, oh yeah, obviously they're into the whole this is a franchise thing now. Yeah. At this point, with number four. Um. So then we open up, and we're um a very large, like a minster, like a church funeral. Yeah. Um, and. Bond and uh, an as yet unknown lady are looking over um, like a balcony at, at the funeral that's going on. Well, um, it starts yeah. with the, the deceptive on, on draped over the coffin is a is some material, yeah. isn't it? Uh, yeah. With with two letters in livery. Yes, in in black and white, it says JB on it. Yeah. So before we see James and this woman, we see that and we think. <gasps> Wow, this is going to be a short film. He's dead. <laughs> it's two hours this, of people crying. This whole film is just his wake. It's absolutely people slowly getting pissed. Oh, sorting, out his ad- yeah. sorting out his admin. Yeah, we should have had more me time. What a lovely man he was. Yeah, numb bollocks you, apparently, constantly shagging. Do you want that vase? I think you'd if you don't want mind, to have that vase. if you don't mind, I, I really like that. I've always liked that vase, and um, he's got a collection of razor-tipped hats. Uh, <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd love one of those if that's all right. Um, you know, has he got any nice watches? He's got an Amiga. Beautiful, beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. <watch>. Yeah. <clears throat> so the the lady who is is with. Um, she says something about, uh, um, is it, uh, does it feel unusual, James, uh, looking at it as if it is your own funeral, your body inside there, your yes. dead. It's yeah, like your dead, isn't it? Yeah, because his, his name was Jean, like Jean Baptiste or something. That wasn't Baptiste. Yeah. Or B, B, two, it's a, yeah. a French sounding name. And, and uh, but so, yeah. And, and his response is, no. <laughs> there you go. It's, yeah, it, it, not not the great conversationalist you'd expect. It's go, well, funnily enough, it, it, it puts me in mind of a, a, an out of body experience I once had. No, no, just no, no. Um, 
And they, they so stand there. They um they have this the watch um the various mourners, but but one in particular comes across to the coffin, um and it's uh what you looks like a kind of glamorous widow. Yeah, grieving widow. You, you suspect yeah. with a veil. But she's and... very very stylish, like a large black um black wide brimmed hat with yeah she's got the veil and hasn't she and she's uh yeah in, like in a quite sheet. a tight a fitted sort of 60s very 60s look isn't it yeah quite a, very very yeah. Yves Saint Laurent yeah um, very Yves Saint Laurent um and while they're doing that <clears throat> so the the woman who was with Bond she says um so Mr Bond is there anything our French office can do for you <laughs> and he says um I mean that that it, why yeah it's like well, i don't i didn't really understand what what the reference to that bit was oh, would you like a little bit of something else well i, I was assuming that he'd left some punch on the desk and, and fucking funeral <laughs> I, 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 you know obviously we're leaping to innuendo straight away but i just thought oh maybe he's maybe he's come in and uh, and he's left his coat there and, and could you post me my coat back because i'm not going to go to office and <laughs> yeah. i'm going to go back to london but if you could just post my coat on because it's my favorite macintosh yeah, it's funny. It's funny you should mention it because um, when I was at the hotel, they had these chocolates, and I, we can't. We I can't get them over here. Is there any chance you could get me a box of them and, and yeah. send them over? See again, our screenplay would be so much more detailed in the bazaar. And re- yeah, if you if you could, I tell you what, I tell you what would be lovely, um, Francoise. Um, there, there's a bloke in Paris. I can't remember what street it is. Did me a wonderful shave yesterday. A really nice shave, and and he promised to tell me what razors he got, and I didn't get a chance. Uh, and he, it's going to be a long shot for you tracking him down, but you know. He put this, um, he put this stuff on like this astringent stuff on at the end. <laughs> oh, it was it was sharp, right? But the smell, oh, yeah. smell! It was amazing. It was absolutely yeah. amazing. In fact, smell now, smell now. It's still there. You yeah, can, you can smell, smell, smell still it. There. Yeah, smell me. I've had two smell fights me. in a car chase. You can still smell it. Yeah, it's still lingering. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so a bottle of that, a uh, box of chocolates, <laughs> yeah, and some, some of razors. razors. And, po- and post me coat back. That'd be that'd be fantastic. Yeah, if you could, yeah. 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 Anyway, I'll see you later. See you after. But no, instead <laughs> of that, he just goes, maybe later. Yeah. Which is, it's, oh, God almighty. So then then we go see um, the widow. She leaves the uh, the church and she drives back to her enormous like the chateau type deal yeah um and they watch so when they leave um it's more like a parisian then... townhouse than a chateau isn't it because it's on a street it's not like it's out in the countryside right uh no i think it's out in the countryside is it there's grass there's grass outside and they go up and drive <laughs> there's, there's grass no there are, you're right there is i would imagine private land but i thought i thought there were more other buildings and oh and maybe because it's um, quite Anyway, we'll get to why in a minute because it's, it's, it's because of, because of because of the editing, it looks like it's absolutely bang next door to the church because it, really it looks does, like she yeah. gets in the car and then she just the next scene is like her getting out of the car. It looks like yeah. they've just gone around the corner. It's just yeah, they've driven yeah. It's 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 classic James Bond geography, a bit like him finding his hotel in Casino Royale just round the block, just round one <laughs> roundabout. Yeah, it is. It's very close. But then. Um, Bond needs to go because he wants to. He wants to follow the widow back to her chateau. So he says to um, his French companion, um, yeah. "Oh, oh, like later, later means like now. So let's let's go. <laughs> that's <laughs> and very good. Them, let's get get to the arm 
and drags her off. And she's like, oh! He's, he's, he's got some chocolate. firm dragging in this film as well. Have you noticed? Fucking like, is a dragon. Proper, proper firm dragging. Yeah. Yeah. He is. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> off they go. So they go to the mansion. Yeah. Uh, and you see the widow going in and she goes through various doors and yeah. then she enters like this really huge like uh, drawing room and um, yeah, with a blazing fire big with yeah, blazing lots of fire. art and everything yeah and um, she walks into the middle and she starts taking her gloves off and stuff and then who's by the who's sat in the seat by the fire watch well, germs and um, he <laughs> he's uh, he goes over and just says like I wanted to offer my condolences to the widow and then um, he, he absolutely punches her full in the face. He? And <laughs> yeah, proper, knocks her over proper, a table. Proper clock in it. Both. <laughs> Sends her flying over the table. And they have a massive scuffle and there's books flying in. And have a way, do, you know, do, you what, do you remember what, she, what he said that's, that triggered it? He hits yeah. her and he says, you shouldn't have taken your gloves off. Oh, was that it? That was it, yeah. Basically, I'm, you know what? I missed that. I missed that twice because every time I watched it, I was thinking, "Oh, he said he says something there," and that's that's supposedly what gives the person away. Because yeah, I, I should, we should just say that the the widow isn't a widow. It's oh yeah, a, we'll get to yeah yeah yeah. We'll get to that in a minute. No 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 no. We're gonna get to that in a minute. So 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 he um, he says you yeah, shouldn't have taken your gloves off, and then punches the quote unquote widow properly. A real roundhouse and uh, a haymaker. And, and knocks them flying, woof, across the room. And like you say, there's things flying all over the place. Um, but, you know, um, in, 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 the, in the combat that ensues, uh, and obviously, you know, back in the, back in the day, um, stunt, stunts, stuntmen and, and, and women were used, uh, and, and it didn't really fucking matter what build they were. They went, oh, yeah, yeah, you, you, you're more or less the same height, so put that on and have a fight. Yeah. Um, and and so it comes as a little surprise, but not much of a surprise. When well, then the um, the widow uh, her hat comes off, but also oh a wig, and then you see that it's actually a bloke in disguise. It's uh, Colonel Bouvard. Bouvard, Jacques oh, Bouvard. There you go. It's not yeah. There you go. <laughs> Colonel Bouvard. Um, so. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and he's 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 a he's a blo- He actually looks like a mime artist. I thought because he's, he's got. <laughs> they haven't. in the lead up to it, when it's when it's um, when it's the widow, it very obviously is a, var- a rather elegant woman. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is this is brilliant. So this is the thing. They've, so they've, be- they've not they've not tried to make any continuity to it. It's no. a woman. It's a woman. It's a woman. It's a woman. It's a fucking bloke. Yeah. So, and here's the point. So, when Bond says, "You, you should have kept your gloves on," I looked at the when they've had the fight, and this broad-shouldered, muscular man is having that fight, and I thought, James, the only thing that gave that person away is his fucking gloves. Look at the size of him. He's, he's fucking humongous. It, it's, it's quite preposterous. If you had male hands. And also a cock, and your body's very <laughs> masculine. But it's just your gloves that gave you away. You would have kept them on. I might have just given you a kiss and tried to take you to bed. It, it, you know it, it, I, I could overlook the way that you're pushing at the urinal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're hung like Halle Berry. Uh, it's quite that's a good, reference um, from last week. 
quite a funny uh, fight scene as well because they're in this massive drawing room. So they pull things like wall hangings off the wall and, yeah, but... and um, <laughs> yeah. punch it. They're like punching people with po- like fireplace pokers. And then yeah. there's, there's the bit where um, the the guy goes for some reason he knows oh he knows that there's a the, the widow guy. Uh, Colonel Bouvard is going into the um, like some drawers to obviously see if you could find a gun or a weapon. That's right. And Bond's too far away from him to get hold of him properly, so he slides a chair across the floor quickly, yeah. and it sends him flying. Doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> but it doesn't, it doesn't just send him flying. They do that thing that they used to do in Carry On films. They speed up the film just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's, it's obviously, you know, we watched Casino Royale was the Daniel Craig Casino Royale was our first foray into these this Bondathon, and and obviously, um, fashion right now is for sh- shaky cam, slightly grainy footage, taking one yeah. frame in twenty four out to make it look jerky and all that kind of stuff. But clearly back then it was just speed it up and make it look faster. And again, I wanted to take the Bond music out and have that da, 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 kind of carry on film. To, you know, I mean, the chair actually got faster the further away it got from him. It really did, absolutely. <laughs> it's like watching a snowball in an avalanche. So anyway, Bond gets the better of him, <clears throat> obviously, of course he does. Punches him. Oh, he trips him. That was one of the. He trips him up and he falls near the fireplace. The, yeah, near the fire. Yeah, and then Bond gets a poker and basically strangle, puts the poker around his neck and yeah. um, strangles him, squeezes the life out of him. Yes, he does. Uh, and then he's just, and you, then you can hear the uh, the colonel's mates trying to get into the room that's locked. Into the thinnest looking door. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. yeah. The, the, clearly, the the set makers have made these doors look like really solid oak, like big thick fucking doors, and they're being banged on. And honestly, this door is going wow, wow, yeah. like it's rubber. It's brilliant. Yeah, but yeah. it's being held on by a hinge. Yeah, it's that odd oak balsa mix that they used yeah. for the door. Absolutely, it? yeah, it's a straight up balsa blend. <laughs> I've made a couple of notes on Balsa later on. He, um, so he gets, gets um, he's just about to leave because they're about to break through the doors and get him. Um, and he's going to leave by a side door. Uh, just yeah. before he does, he picks up some tulips and then throws them over the now dead body of Colonel Bouvard. As yes, kind he of does. Like, That's your funeral and there's your flowers. Yeah. For no reason. Um, so he, he goes out of the... He goes out of there, and then the next time we see him, he's on the roof of the chateau. Yes, he's he run up some stairs. He's on the roof of the chateau, and he puts on like a little open face moped helmet. <laughs> and the, um, the the bad guys the bad guys are chasing him up the stairs. For some yeah. reason, they have to stop when they're firing. They run up yeah. and then they stop, and then they shoot a gun, and then they run up a little bit more. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so giving him a bit of breathing space. Um, so then Bond, as it turns out, he's um, at some point in the proceedings, he's stored a jetpack. I love this. On, this is this is on one of my the, favourite things. I, on I, the roof it's of my the first, chateau. My <clears throat> first note: jetpack on roof of chateau? Question mark. <laughs> but, but clearly, back in back in um, back in sixties France, the commissariat de police insisted that everyone have a jetpack <laughs> on the roof of their house, just you know, in the, in case of emergency. Yeah. At on least one. One person was the escape at all times. One person, one, yeah, just the one, um, and 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 next to it is a piss pot helmet. So you've got you've got this little <laughs> this little piss pot helmet, and 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 these two these two guys with guns. Uh, who Rich quite rightly says, don't just fire willy nilly or or just keep run, running and gunning. They go stop, let's shoot, let's run, stop yeah. and shoot, and keep doing yeah. that. 
Basically, make sure um, Bond's got enough time to get away. Put his, you know, they don't shoot him while he's strapping on, do they? He's putting the kit, you know. The, I mean, they had yeah, loads yeah. of time, but nah, give him a chance. And the fact that he's got these guys chasing after him, and he knows that he's got to strap this like jetpack on. I'm assuming there's some kind of startup procedure that he has to go through as well. And then uh, he's doing all that, but he still finds time to put that fucking piss put helmet on. Yeah, he does. That's that's not the danger in that situation. That's not the most dangerous <laughs> thing, is it? Absolutely. Priority says fuck the helmet off, get yeah. your jetpack on, because ah. just slightly tapping your head isn't the main <laughs> problem here. But but there you see, I think this is where Bond has been very clever because he knows that the French commissariat, you know, if you put a piss pot helmet on, therefore you're a French evacuee from that house, so you can't get shot at. So I'm assuming that the piss pot helmet was all part of, of the cunning plan by, by uh, 007. Um, so, but, but yeah, he, he does. And no, at no point did one of, the, you know, one of these gunmen go, hey up, you think if we shot that jetpack while he's, while he's strapping it on, it might blow up or anything? Should we, should we do that? Or is that not... It might hurt us, might it? Oh, yeah, good so, uh, Also, this house looks like it's quite expensive and we might get yeah. fucked up with a bill. And Let's know. let him fly off and then we'll we'll probably catch up with him on the road because I, I think that we could probably run as fast as a jetpack. We've got to run all the way back down the stairs, through the chateau, down the fucking drive. Yeah, firing, <laughs> firing every three steps. In fact, you are you are right about the chateau because that's when you see it and it's on the st- it's on the street, isn't it? It is. He's, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bond lands his jetpack right next to his his Aston Martin, uh, which does, has been but... dri- driven by his uh, French his French lady friend. That's right. Yeah. I mean, what's um, that conversation? I'm going to leave you. I'm going to squeeze your arm, get you out of this funeral. Listen, I'm going to go and beat up a lady man. The next time you see me, I'll be flying with a piss pot helmet out the sky. Just park the car there. It's all been planned. Don't worry about it. I've worked it all out. Just just wait there for me, okay? I'm double parked. Never mind double parked. I won't be long. It's fine. The the um, scene with the jetpack is the usual expected mix of... Um, uh, <laughs> Sean Connery obviously stood on a box in a studio uh, with some wires behind him. <laughs> Uh, and, a, and a sky behind him, uh, yeah. and some actual real footage of somebody using the, somebody landing using a jetpack. Jet yeah. yeah, it's the um, kind of what... shit that you watched on Clapperboard when you were kids. Going <laughs> yeah. now, live from live, live from the Bond set, where someone's landing a fucking jetpack. Whoa, look, amazing! <laughs> so I read up that um, that actual the jetpack itself was a practical jetpack, okay. and it was then used. Uh, it was the same one that was used, you know, if you remember that for that Olympic ceremony. What, 1984? Yeah, yeah. So it was that, it, that, that jetpack. Say what fucking hell, so 20 years later. Well, <laughs> yeah. For, mind you, it's probably the only other time it's been used. It's been sitting exactly. there covered in dust. When else are you going to use it? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. I nip off to the shop. Do you know what? I'm going to go get that Macintosh back from France. Get me jet back on. <laughs> no, he'll have said, I'm going to take, uh, I might nip to the shop, I'm going to take jetpack. And I've gone, no, 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 no. You know, it has to stay on top of the chateau. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Oh, we'll be in I... trouble. The commissariat will come and get us. What's the point yeah. of having it if we can't use it? It's absolutely. Um, so he gets his jetpack off. He chucks it in the back of the car. Um, he quickly makes it very clear that he's going to be driving, not her. Even yes, he does. Driven the car there. Yeah. <laughs> he moves her over to the passenger side and they hop in. And then the two henchmen start running after him down the road and they're shooting guns. Um, now... 
even though they haven't shot out the back window, it feels like this is the time to protect the back window. <laughs> I love so it. So it presses a button, and then this, I would have said, six-inch thick slab of metal comes up yeah. to protect the back window, and then that's when the bullets start hitting Yes, it. at which time, yeah, at which time, that's when they suddenly become accurate. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those, yeah, um, um, there's a, there's a few there there are a few of those things that the, the whole uh, plot fed gadgetry. Um, so you 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 think at this point though, well, okay, so they're in the car, they're pretty much safe now. They put the safety barrier thing up. Let's yeah. just these it's two guys on foot behind them. Let's just get in first and let's speed away. I'm in an Aston Martin here, but yeah. they don't. What they think is no, we need to deal with these two guys before we leave <laughs> so he presses another button and he blasts them with two hoses of water from the exhaust pipes well the when you say car. blasts i mean blast is that that's in, in well, fairness if, you're doing if, a bit of a favor if you had if you imagine a very very old garden hose that you might have knocking <laughs> yeah. about it's it's like that kind of water force without you putting your finger on the end to yeah. make it spray yeah yeah <laughs> He's just wet him, basically. Yeah, it's just wet him. Uh, but for some reason, he seems to be able to steer the the streams, doesn't he? Because they move, yeah. the, the water seems to move around and follow these people it, wherever it really they go. Does. Yeah, and it makes them slip and fall over on the floor. And yeah, then that's when he's like, over. right, yeah, that's when we'll make our escape. So this this car must weigh about four tons because it must be full of fucking water <laughs> somewhere. Because <laughs> it goes on for ages. Well, water. I just. Once they've done that, I imagine, you know, uh, another scene, a cut scene, they'll be driving along and uh, it's a bit muddy and uh, he goes to do his screen, screen washing. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no screen wash left. I used it squirting those bad guys. Damn it. Damn it. Oh, bastard. It's going to take me four to hours to fill up. We'll have to stop at next garage. Go get some screen washing. I mean, it is ridiculous. At first, when it was happening, I was thinking, oh, he's going to set that aflame. It's obviously some kind of, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, combustible material. Uh, uh, no, just just, no. just a really slow trickle of water. It's yeah. like turning yeah. the tap on fast. Maybe, maybe not, yeah. not even that fast. Oh, a fast tap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, 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 it is... stopped him, again, another thing that stopped him from shooting. Yeah, these oh. people will do anything but shoot, won't they? Yeah, those. those oh, I, those need, I need to have perfect. Con- I need to have perfect conditions for my shooting. Yeah. Like they're Olympic marksmen, <laughs> and everyone needs to be quiet while they do it. <laughs> oh, oh my know. gun! It is now sudden. <laughs> I cannot fire it. I cannot possibly fire it. We are in the street. People can see us wet. It is embarrassing. <laughs> I have only trained for a distance of twenty meters. This is too far. I shall walk the extra five meters and stop. Compose myself. Allow for wind condition. Oh, he's gone again. <laughs> I, must walk, I must walk again. Oh, now it is wet. I give up. Andre, Let him go. Andre, can you shoot the back window? Only at the appropriate time. <laughs> now! Wait, oh, damn wait, screen. Wait, wait, wait for it. Wait, wait a minute. Wait for it. Wait for it. Now! Oh, what has the chances of that? Damn it! If only we had thought of... What a second! Sacre bleu! What is this? Fluid! Fluid! <laughs> I've only got my slippers on! Oh, this suit is crushed velvet! This, this is my funeral suit! Got... <laughs> this special agent has got us unawares again! 
damn the British intelligence. <laughs> and with that, the credits. And then, uh, yeah, then we're on to the theme song. Um, yeah. My, my, my comments theme... on the credits, we'll, we'll talk about the songs that we Lasses swimming in fizzy blood and psychedelic colours. Uh, divers with pitchforks and tridents. Uh, is this a reference to Poseidon? That, that was my reference. You know, I was hoping for a Greek god, but none. There was some clear tip. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they, weren't, right. um, they weren't shy in showing that kind of... Uh, it's like you were saying the other week. It's that, oh, awkward for the family going. Yeah. But maybe not in the 60s. I don't know. Considering what what follows in this film, maybe that was, I don't that know. was I tame know. by comparison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just gentle fluffing, wasn't it, before we get started? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now, um, the song. Over to you, Rich. Well, just just on the on the titles, um, there's Morris, Morris Binder, Morris Binder. Anyway... The guy who normally does the title is quite legendary. Um, but I thought they were shit. They weren't great, were they? Nothing to it, was there? They were really no. like und- underwhelming. Considering yeah. that they must have had a hell of a budget for this one. You think um, so? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Well, I mean, Goldfinger being the success that it was, they must have gone, oh, we'll spend a fortune on... You know, we'll film it all in the yeah. Bahamas. It's going to be brilliant. Um, yeah, so the, the actual uh, scenes were... The visuals were a bit shit. Um, now, the song... The song is uh, called Thunderball, uh, and I think it was originally uh, penciled in for um, Shirley Bassey to sing, and then because of um, dates and logistics and stuff, she couldn't do it. So, um, sorry, my dog's shaking now. Uh, Yeah, yeah, he's just walking up. Um, Earl, sit down, you idiot. Sorry, it's very distracting. Um, yeah, so the, uh, so in steps uh, uh, a very young, I think he was 25, 25-year-old Tom Jones. Yeah. Song. Um, he's, the song is not good at all, is it? It's, well, we talked about this before. I mean, quite apart from the fact that, you know, they must have gone for Shirley Bassey and then gone, who else can we get who's Welsh? Uh, and it, it's yeah. either that young Tom Jones or it's Max Boyce. Or, yeah. or J.P.R. Williams, as you suggested. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Which I would have paid many to hear that. Thunderball! Rugby ball! Gareth Edwards and, and J.P.R. in a kind of Robson and Jerome thing. I think that would Oh, perfect. That would have been great. Yeah. The, the, uh, the mums would have loved it, wouldn't they? Edwards and Williams. Yeah. <laughs> Handing off the microphone and, and chucking it to one another. Oh, maybe, maybe silhouetted as well as those women swimming by every now and again. Two blokes in a rock and a mall, <laughs> like knocking, <laughs> knocking them over in the water. Yeah. Wait, what? What? What's the? What's the deal here? Why can't we make this the the uh, the, the, the the opening credits about rugby? And they'll be, that'd work marvelously, I reckon. Anyway, apologies to uh, our Welsh. Our Welsh listeners for my awful accent. But um, so it, it, the, the thing that I, I mentioned to you, Rich, when we talked about it is, you know, here's a song that follows up Goldfinger. Goldfinger was successful as a song because it was about the character of Oric Goldfinger. Uh, 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 yeah. You know, preposterous a name though it is. It is his name. So they sing about him and say uh, the lyrics in Goldfinger is something like he loves only gold. He's got a spider's touch, the Midas touch, you know, um, it's a kiss of death from Mr. Goldfinger. So it's all, you know, it's personified and that's fair enough. But Thunderball, Thunderball is, is just a name. It isn't, nobody's called Thunderball. There's nobody called it's Frank just a, Thunderball. It's, um, it's not even a concept, is it? No, it's, it's a code, it's a, an operation code name. It, uh, just yeah. near the, 
which which you know it, that's fine if you're gonna sing code name thunderball it's a mission blah blah whatever instead of that it's he strikes like thunderball like a man with a fucking meteorological phenomenon on his bollocks it's it's the weirdest and and all that the he he what does he say he uh, he never runs he always runs when others walk and yeah. he 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 never speaks when others talk or something. He, um, oh, have you got, have you got there? Looks, it's good. I've got, some, I've got a couple of lines from it. Um, he looks at this world and wants it all, so he strikes like Thunderball. And then um, he wants more, so he gives less, was one of the lines. Yeah, he knows the meaning of success. He wants more, so he gives less. What's that yes, that's it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, just, it's a very shy. unusual... Well, it's, it's just... You know, obviously Tom Jones was probably happy for the work, and it was a, a good gig for the young man. But yeah. you know, I mean, I mean, I mean, he sings the shit out of it, doesn't he? Let's be honest. He yeah, really goes I mean, for it. it's amazing. It's not his performance that lets it down. It's the fucking. It, well, it's not a memorable melody, um, and the lyrics are, d- are dreadful. Yeah, aren't they? they they are truly dreadful. Apart from the wah 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 wah, that's all I can remember really. <laughs> <laughs> that's it yeah um so but so and it was so bad that we felt that we had to do our own versions um <laughs> so myself and nick have separately recorded our own interpretation of what we think that the bond theme tune should be like um yes but you can you can't hear them right now you have to wait until the very end of the podcast yeah stay to tuned hear, listeners to hear our versions so we go from there uh, from the song to we're in Paris now. Uh, yeah. We're in Paris where we've seen um, uh, that's our first glimpse of the the villain of the film, uh, Lago, um, who's num- num- well, he's number two. It turns out he's a number two. He's a big old number two. He's a big old number two, which is an odd thing. Um, but the, the opening scene of him is he parks his car. And this, um, like, gendarme comes up and goes, oh, excuse me, sir, you cannot back your car there. And he turns round and Lago's got, he looks like, like a businessman, but he's got a, a patch over one eye. And he goes, oh, I'm so, I am so sorry. <laughs> of course you can back your car there. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, and, and, and uh, he, oh, Monsieur Lago. And, and off he goes. Now, Lago himself, um, uh, I think possibly following, because Gert Frobe played Goldfinger. And I can't remember the name of the actor who played... Um, Largo, but I, I have a feeling that English wasn't his uh, his first language either. And because Gert Frobe apparently learned his lines phonetically, he didn't learn English; he just learned the lines phonetically. Right. And I have a feeling they went for the same thing because um, he, he never looked particularly comfortable. <laughs> and also, there's a, there's a slight campery to him. There's something quite camp about him. Which so I'm I'm gonna I'm oh, gonna lay my I'm gonna lay my cards out right for this. Uh, he's my favourite villain so far. Out of the out of the films that we've we've out watched, of him and too. Yeah. <laughs> him and Lashifa. But um, we'll go into it later. But I think there is a, there's a few things to like about Lago. Okay, that's fine. Anyway, so so he parks his car. He don't get a ticket because he's Lago, and he goes into a fairly innocuous looking uh, building, which is dealing with immigration or it's a is it a, a charitable yeah, foundation? It's, like, it's yeah, it's like um, yeah, uh, giving giving funds for people who were. Um, like almost displaced or something. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, 
Yeah, um, and and you, so you, you hear uh, something very, very noble sounding. But yeah. oh, don't worry, well, there's a fund for this, and we will find you a new home, and it's all good. So you see Ligo yeah. walking along and getting to a cupboard, and then and the the, the, um, the receptionist or whoever is walking past him goes, "Morning, Mister Ligo." Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Just another day in the office being evil. <laughs> so he pops into the back room, not saying anything to her. That shows how right. evil he is. Absolutely, what a doesn't what even acknowledge the. He probably walked past on his blind side and we didn't even know she were there. He's got the eye patch on. I'm so yep. sorry, Doreen. Doreen, love, I'm, honestly, if I blanked you this morning, I passed yeah. you on my left. We, I'm so we, sorry. We don't know that he's not deaf on one side either. We don't, actually. No, we he's, don't. He's, he's telephoning you. Um, so <laughs> he, he, um, he, he walks up to what looks like like a wooden kind of filing cabinet or something. It's a cupboard, yeah, essentially. And then it, it get, Yes, and then he gets out a, a, a silver cigarette case. And then inside his silver cigarette, cigarette case is a some circuitry and buttons and things. <laughs> yeah. So he press he presses a button and the cupboard kind of slides to one side yeah. and it reveals like a steel door. And then it, it shows you his cigarette case like needlessly again yeah. to show him pressing. I'm I'm almost hundred percent sure that it's the same button. He presses that and the the door slides open and then there's this vast, <laughs> very futuristic. Yeah. Steel and concrete chic yeah. conference room. I mean, Enormous how the fuck they got planning permission for that? Can you imagine going to the um, going <clears> to the, the, the French development? Uh, listen, uh, we want to develop an old Paris uh, Parisian building. What do you want to do with it? Well, on the surface, we want to make it into a, a you know a, a charitable organisation, but we're only going to use thirty percent of the building for that. <laughs> Only thirty percent. Why? Because the rest of it is going to be this enormous dead tech <laughs> yeah. concrete bullshit room, yeah. full of yeah. electric chairs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very strange. Uh, just going back to the cupboard thing, I, that made me laugh. That you're absolutely right. He presses the same button twice. It makes yeah. me laugh because you know the way they both open at the same. Once you got past one. Yeah. Exactly. You know, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, imagine. And the other thing about it is he. He presses the same button twice. The two doors open. He walks through. Doesn't press any anything to close them. No. So he's just left left the fucking doors <laughs> open. Absolutely. Yeah. Imagine Anybody walks past halfway through the scene. One of those displaced people comes in and says, "I, I was looking for a toilet. I'm, I'm sorry. Is this not? Is this not the toilet? Oh, I, I, this looks nice in here. Is it? Is this where I fill in my form? Yeah." Is this where we'll be stopping? Is this the kind of place you've got? Oh, God. Because it looks like you come through it through a cupboard. It's, it's lovely. There's Is it like Narnia? Room in here. It's great. There's loads of room in here. There's a, a few families could live in here. Oh, absolutely. We could anyway. Put some partition wall up. Um, so in, inside this um, vast uh, kind of um, conference room that they've got that is all like black and chrome and steel and concrete. Um, yeah. There's all these um, kind of uh, black uh, leather and chrome, like Eames chairs, yeah. uh, armchairs that they're all sat with an angle poison. And the people are just sitting there, doing nothing, being really quiet, and waiting for him to arrive, yeah, yeah, seemingly. Yeah, yeah, there's just all these businessmen, and they've all got pads. Uh, no tables, they've all just got pads on their yeah. knees, um, and there's no table in the middle or anything like that. No. Uh, and they're all quite spaced out, um, and they've all got numbers. Uh, so they've all been waiting for number two to arrive, but obviously he's had some parking problems. That's why he's late. <laughs> um, so he goes in. Now, number one is not sat with them. No. He's at the he's at the head of the room, but he's on a raised platform. He's on a raised platform behind the screen. He's got, that's... <laughs> he's, got a de- he's got a desk, a chair and a desk. 
and um, he's got a cat, which is a white cat, cat that he's, he's yeah. stroking. Um, but yeah, as Nick says, you can't you can't see his face because there's a screen that goes halfway down to cover up his his head and shoulders, so nobody in the room can see him. Although I think that they could because they're really low down, aren't they? Yeah, I'm they sure are. they could just see underneath it. <laughs> yeah, I bet, they're, you, I bet they're, they're all they're all Look thinking. They're all thinking. I know. I know. He thinks that we can't see him, but I, I can yeah. clearly see him. Yeah. I can see. He's even got that bit of banana at the corner of his yes. mouth that I can see I from when he had his dinner. And don't he look like your Malcolm? Don't he look like now your you Malcolm? say it. Now you say. How oh, do you know what I was thinking? Who does he remind me of? Yeah. It's Malcolm, isn't it? It's your Malcolm. Yeah, he looks like your Malcolm. And has oh. your Malcolm got a cat? Like no, no, he's got a dog anti your Malcolm. Well, he's allergic to cats, isn't he? Of course he is. Of course he is. Yeah. Uh, number busy. six and number seven. <laughs> we have silence in the room, please. Sorry, Malcolm. I mean, number one. Sorry. <laughs> number one. Shit. Shit. I just called him your Malcolm. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, and, and why do we have to say number before every time? Why can't we yeah. just say one or seven? <laughs> yeah. So we know it's a number. <laughs> yeah. I suppose it is to, just to differentiate between when we put suntan lotion on. <laughs> <laughs> Factor. Yeah. So, um, so they they've all got these numbers supposedly because they're a secret organization. I think they might have a sign that says "secret organization" on it, right? They might as well do. Somewhere. The door's wide open. Fuck it. Why not? <laughs> so they don't want to give each other's names, even though they can obviously see each other. Yeah. Uh, apart from all of them, apart from number one, Malcolm. And um, <laughs> so uh, number one says, "Right, let's get down to business." He's got, he's got an agenda. I'll give yes, him, I'll give him that. He's organised. So then they have to go around the room and uh, these numbered uh, villains from all around the world have to say what income they've generated for the secret yeah. society. What they've been so doing, like, yeah. So like the, um, the, uh, the British guy goes, um, we have uh, a £250,000 as a consultation fee for the great train robbery. Yeah. And he goes, oh, very good. I can remember the, the very last one so they all go around and they all say oh yeah we've been doing this villainous thing and this is yeah, the one yeah. that we've generated and then they go to and he's like um, like number nine and uh, he says oh we've been selling selling drugs to the Chinese or something <laughs> That's right, no yeah. we've been selling drugs in America yeah. from, from the Chinese uh, and we've made um, 2.3 million and uh, number one says, that seems a very disappointing amount. Are you sure you've checked the figures, number nine? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I have checked them. Yeah, I've got them on my spreadsheet and everything. <laughs> and um, he says, what business is that out there? Drug, drugs are not as good as they used to be. And he's going, um, I factored that in, number nine. Yeah. So one of you is deceiving us. And I've decided to, oh, he says, um, it's me and me and... Number nine says it's me and number ten who collected the money. That's right. So he says, oh, well, it's um, like number nine or number ten, one of you is deceiving us, and I've decided who it is and what their fate shall be. And then um, number nine, he's sweating. He's immediately sweating his bollocks <laughs> oh, wow. off, isn't he? It's like tipping out of him. It is, yeah, it's he's just pouring out of him like he's, he's coming out of the back of James Bond's car. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, so number one reaches over to a little control panel that he's got with buttons yeah. that uh, correspond with all the chairs. 
Yeah. He presses the button and he fucking electrocutes number 10, yeah. doesn't it? <laughs> he starts jerking and, then, and smoke comes out. But when you think about that, you just imagine what, a, what an utterly non-foolproof fucking way of disposing of something. What if he just stood up to adjust his trousers? Yeah. Oh, bloody yeah. hell. Sit uh, back number down, 10. number 10. Not <laughs> fucking likely. Perhaps you'd like to relax in your chair some more, number 10. <laughs> You're all right. Hey, number four, do you want to take my chair? Not really. Not, not really. Where's that bloke who came wandering in looking for partition walls? Hey, stop, get in that chair there. I mean, it's a bit dodgy anyway, isn't it? Because that chair, and we sat on leather, and it was like rubber shoes on. He might just go, that was, could anybody smell burning? I could smell burning. Either that, or it's a bit like those things you see in shopping centres where you put 50 pence in and you get a little shiatsu massage. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> oh, do you know? Oh, that's really relaxing, that massage chair. Oh, yeah. Oh. Do you know, oh. that, tension, that tension right in the lumbar is completely gone. Oh. Thanks, number one. That's, that's lovely. Yeah, that's lovely. yeah. That's, is, that's, everyone that's else, is everyone else getting this? Hey, are you all getting this? <laughs> this, is, this is brilliant. I tell this you. This is what? lovely. It were worth ripping you off. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> so not only does it electrocute him and then there's some smoke and he jerks him out a bit but yeah, then yeah. Uh, his chair then goes it's into descends. the floor to, yes. dis- to dispense of the body somewhere underneath and yeah. then the chair comes back up all like covered in dust and smoking slightly yeah <laughs> and then so um, somewhere below this room so again go back to the planning permission so oh. let me get this right you're 30% for a charitable organisation and uh, uh, 70% for a uh, uh, lair, which includes electric chairs and a hod- hydraulic lift for each chair individually into some kind of channel pit, and then the chairs return. Is that, is that, what, is that what you're looking for? <laughs> yes. We're funding it with money that number 10 has got from making money with the Chinese and, 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 and getting massages from electric equipment. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about the builders looking at the plans? Oh yeah, so absolutely. Got, Imagine building a, that. There's a chair, right? And then what have we got underneath here? Uh, it's a big hole, <laughs> right? What, what's is there? A, what's going a big hole then? It's for the bodies when they when I get rid of them from the chair, right? Well, where do they go there then? In, in the hole. I oh, know, but you can't leave me at all. <laughs> why, why not? It'll fucking stink. Yeah. It'll yeah, act, can... oh, mate. Now I'm telling you. Yeah. I know I know you want to cut corners, but this isn't where you need to be cutting corners. Yeah, yeah. This is not the time or the place to be doing that. You need an effective shoot. Get it out of <laughs> the way. Because that is going to, it's going to, oh, it's going to hum. Yeah. And Tell you what. I've seen, have you seen it in here? You've got no, you haven't even got any air con yet. There's no ventilation. It's, Oh, it's going to yeah. absolutely stink. Yeah. You're not going to be able to concentrate. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, yeah, three betrayals and this room's going to stink like a shitbox. Oh, fuck Honestly, you know. you, you've got to think. Look, I've got our Kevin on speed dial. I can get hold of yeah. him. He's really good with shoots. Oh, uh, yeah. We work some it out because, you know, also, you know, I can save you a lot of money. Um, does, does every chair have to be individually uh, hydraulic? Yes. Because... What if you just did a row each? And they'd all come down. And then you just tip off the one that... Do you know what I mean? It'll save you a lot of money. Could you not do it where it's just one chair? 
and then whoever you don't want, if whoever you want to get rid of, you just put them on that chair. How would yeah, that work exactly? <laughs> because they would know that it was their time. <laughs> well, no, but you could play musical chairs. You know, you, you have a game where you play yeah. a game where they keep walking around, and you say, "Stop! Everyone, sit in those <laughs> chairs." <laughs> You know, install some speakers, get some party music going on. I quite like that idea. I like the music of Henry Mancini. <laughs> so, so that's that's number one's conference room, anyway. Yeah. Oh, um, so we go. Well, well, when he gets electrocuted. It shows you the reactions of the rest of the people in the room. So most people are quite shocked and a bit alarmed and or slash relieved that it's not them. Yeah. Uh, but Largo, uh, you can see the lighting effects of the electric on his face, and mm. he just he just carries on making notes. He's just not asked. Yeah. He's like shit. Because he's he's got his presentation to make in a bit, so that's what he's focusing on. He's like he's going through what he's going to say in his head. How he's going yeah. to open. It's going to start with a bit of an icebreaker joke. Oh yeah, you had a joke. Yeah, very much, very good. He's going to, and then he's going to make he's going to make a little comment about Dave from the last conference party that they had. Yeah. <clears throat> Not Dave, number thirteen. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one who was and, stinking uh, below the floor from last month. <laughs> and then he's going to get in there with his with his plan. Yeah. So number one, number number one says number two, tell us your plan. So everybody's been going like. And we, you know, we've got 200, 200 grand from this. We've got a million pounds from this. And yeah. then number two gets up and he walks walks through them all and tells them this plan that he's got for um, they're going to steal two atomic bombs from NATO yeah. <clears throat> and then they're going to hold NATO essentially to ransom. Yeah. Um, uh, so, and if they don't, if NATO don't come up with the money, then they're going to bomb uh, a, a major Western city. Yeah. Um, and they're going to... I think it was 250 million, wasn't it? I think, that they were, thought, they were asking for. Was it? I thought it was 100 million. Wasn't it just 100 million? I, think, I don't know. I thought it was 100 million. Could have, could have been 200. Because I, I seem to recall thinking it was the it was the same amount that Austin Powers, uh, um, Dr. Evil asks for when he uh, has to correct his thing. I'm sure it was 100 million. Anyway. It's hefty <laughs> or sum anyway, even in today's money. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Um, which... It, that just really pisses on everybody else's parade, doesn't it? Because it does. I, Plus, he, he does the clever thing of getting up to do his presentation. He doesn't stay in yeah. his fucking chair. He's yeah. no fool, number two. I'm going to stand yeah. up over here. Yeah, he's, done a, lot of, he's uh, done a lot of hand gestures as well to gesticulate, to kind of emphasise the points that he's making. Yes. Um, yeah, he really knows how to work the room. He's a, he he's a, he's a good presenter, I'll give him that. He is, he is. Uh, but he's still got really tense, and I think that's why he lost his rag at the policeman outside about the parking. I think it's just, he's good once he gets started, but I think he builds up too much. <laughs> you know, when he's thinking it's me next, it's me next, it's me next. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he did, he did a very good job on that. So that's what they were deciding that they were going to do. Um, this is the first time that we're introduced to them as a concept of being Spectre, isn't it? They yes, that's right. Yeah. Shady underworld people. Yes, indeed. Um, from all over the globe, and they're all kind of part, part of this kind of conglomerate of evil um, yeah. working for their own mutual benefit. Uh, Do you know what Spectre stands for, by the way? No. It, it's, it's an acronym. I'm sure it's something mm. like the Special Executive for 
counterintelligence, uh, terrorism, uh, uh, I can't what the R one is, and then extortion. So it's just like a list of things. Bad things that they're going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These, these are the, ex- you know, it's, it's just like, you know, setting out the stall. It's like you get on the side of a van, you know, all, all work considered. Patios, <laughs> um, UPVC glass, fittings, fucking joinery. It's, you know, revenge, extort, revenge, that's the one. Revenge, extortion, <laughs> counterintelligence, terrorism. No Ring job too for, small. Ring us for a quote. Ring us for a quote, exactly. Spectre, the name to trust. Um, I did. I did like. Um, I liked the elaborate design of the conference room, though. You know, it was very over the top, very cinematic looking. Yes. Well, so well done to the designers on that. I did enjoy that. Um, uh, what um, What Lago does say is that um, uh, the next step in his plan is that he's got um, a Spectre agent already in a spa. Yeah, near, near, near an the air NATO, force base. Near, near, near the NATO, NATO air force base, um, and this Spectre agent is called Count Lippy. Yes, he is. Um, and then that's when we cut to this um, like massive country house spa, um, and we see Bones there. Um, he is. He's getting. He's getting. Um, he's just in a towel, laid down on on a like a treatment bed, and he's getting seen to seen to. He's getting um, massaged by this uh, therapist, nurse. Yes, that's right. Um, and they have a bit of chat. And then um, this guy comes in and he's like, he's like, oh, is it my turn now? And he's like, oh, I'm not quite finished with that yet. And um, then he turns <laughs> and this bloke who's saying, is it, is it not my turn yet? Um, he's got a tattoo on his, on his uh, wrist. He has. And it's a um, red dragon tattoo. Yes. Yeah. This Chinese symbol. Yes. Which a Chinese tongue. Up. When when Bond sees it, he, he this yeah. guy like covers it up and hides it, <clears throat> and then he yeah, should have thought of that earlier, shouldn't he? The dozy cunt. He should. He, he should really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, as we'll find out in in the course of this, as for a secret organization, yeah. they are Hopeless. Um, overt in everything yes, that somewhat. they do. Yeah. They practically sell merchandise. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they've got the van, obviously. They drive around in the van. <laughs> Bonus yeah. for a quote. So then um, uh, Bond, uh, Bond's like, oh, that's, that's a bit weird. So he, he, he talks to um, Moneypenny, doesn't he? He rings up Moneypenny and he says, can you have a look on the system for this, this symbol? I'm sure it means something. Yeah. Um, so she's like, all oh, right, yeah, all right then. And then they start having some kind of ham-fisted flirting, don't they? Which is a little bit, a bit awkward. awkward. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, while he's on the phone to to her, he sees Lippy leaving in his car, so he thinks, "Ah, his room's free." So he runs up uh, to Lippy's room. Now you'd think, "Well, how has he found out where Lippy's room is?" <laughs> well, this. This he, is my he, he finds it. <laughs> he finds it in this in this massive spa, sprawling building. Yeah. There's dozens of rooms, <clears throat> loads of people staying there. So you think, well, I was going to find, I was going to find that easily. Well, luckily, <laughs> Lippy's room has got a brass plaque on it on the outside, yeah. saying Count Lippy on it. Yeah, a brass nameplate. That must have cost him a fortune. Uh, so when you stay here, one of the things we do is we 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 put your name onto a brass nameplate and um, attach it to your door. 
so you won't forget where you're stopping. Uh, and, you know, <laughs> I mean, fucking hell. Imagine all the, the cupboard. What's in there? Oh, it's the old people who've stayed here before. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it is ridiculous. I wrote that down. Oh, yeah, Count Lippy has nameplated room. What? Not, so, yeah. not only that, he's also got a number <clears throat> on it, which just feels like complete overkill. It's just one or the other, isn't it? Because he was, his number, he was, room was number 17. So it's yep. number 17, Count Lippy. Count Lippy, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, Bond's in there like Flash. He is. Um, <laughs> he has he has a good look round. Um, he goes through some papers and stuff like that. And then he hears a noise uh, coming from uh, next door, <clears throat> yeah. the adjoining room. So he dives behind that door, and the door slowly slowly opens, and we see this man who's in his pajamas, but his head is completely bandaged with just like a little slot for his eyes to see through. Yes, indeed. So this man just peeps through. He doesn't go into the room. I don't know why he didn't go into the room. He looks at the open room, and even though he thinks he's heard a noise, he doesn't go in there. So Bond just hides behind the door, and then the man goes back into his room. And then Bond like thinks, well, I need to get out of here. So he's just about to leave, and he opens the door and goes through it, and then goes, oh, hang on a minute, and goes back in, and then he picks a grape up. Yeah, he does. What is that and about? He... <laughs> it's... And that'll make it look uh... casual. That's it. That's the only thing I could think of was like, oh, he's like going, I'm so fucking unbothered by all this stuff that I'm doing. I'm just going to pop in and have a grape because I don't really yeah. care. Um, but I thought, who is he proving that to? Nobody's yeah. watching you, mate. <laughs> so um, he gets that and then he goes away um, and sticks off down the hall. And then we see the um, the bandaged man have a peep at him through the door. Yeah. But I think he just sees the back of his head. So then Bond uh, goes back down to his therapist because he's got some more therapy that needs doing. <clears throat> and it's this um, yeah. blonde, blonde woman therapist. So he yeah. goes down to her. And um, it's his ribs where he's got hit in the poker by um, the Colonel Boover. Colonel Boover, yeah. Yeah. Um, so she says, oh, like, oh, you've got, that's a, it's a funny place to get it. And he was like, oh, it was a, a widow with a poker. And she said, oh, I, didn't, I thought that would have been just your type. And he was like, oh, yeah, but uh, oh, he wasn't mine or something. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. like, oh, that's a bit weird. Anyway, she says, put your arms up in the air while I examine it. So he puts his arms up in the air and then she's examining his ribs. And then he hooks his arms around the back of her. Yeah. Grabs her. Grabs her yeah, and gives very, her a little very, snog, very, doesn't he? Very firmly, and then yeah, and then he roughly kisses her while he's grabbing her, yeah. and she's pushing him away and moving her head away, and she's going, "No, no, what are you doing? Yeah, you fucking pervert. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a professional therapist. Get your fucking hands off me." But she didn't. Yeah. But she didn't say any of that. No, ought to do, but don't. She should do. She should put in a complaint straight away and say, "I'm not yeah, doing absolutely. that man ever yeah, again." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get someone else. Yeah. Because that is just not acceptable. No, no. We're in a professional environment. Not. This, is the, this grab... is the workplace, yeah. Yeah, you can't just grab people. No. Um, but then she starts so... into a machine, doesn't she? Um, she, she, but... she says, yeah, she says, I'm going to put, I'm going to put you on the this therapy machine. And he's, and he's got a massive curtain around it. She undoes the curtain, lays him on this, this like motorized rack. Yeah. So his his hands are strapped and his feet are strapped and he's got a thing around his waist and he's laid face down. Yeah. And then this thing's supposed to stretch him from both ends. And um, she straps him in and she says, oh, I wrote it down. She said, uh, this is the first time I felt really safe with you all day. Yeah. I mean, that that's that's a sign, isn't it? That says well, a lot, not, doesn't it? He's, 
He's not faced by that. He's thinking, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, game on. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> if you were, if I wanted this machine, I'd be raping you. <laughs> Pretty much, he's he's, he's vile. This is this is the the um, the point at which you realise should we be following this guy? He's a very unpleasant he's a, man. Yeah, he's a fucking horrible person. He is. He really is a horrible person. He is. Um, so he's strapped up to the machine, and then she says, "Right, well, I'm going to go and I'm going out for a fag now, so I'll just leave you for five minutes." <laughs> and then, and to um, put the complaint in, she's going to talk to a union rep. <laughs> yeah. she's going to go and have a shower and be sick. And then try and try and get some counselling. Um, so then, while she's gone, Lippy sneaks sneaks into the room. And um, so the way this this motorised rack machine works, it's supposed to stretch out their spine to make people feel better, but it does it by doing little jerking motions. Yeah, I don't understand. I, I honestly, I, I looked at that machine. I watched that sequence, thinking. What good is this for a bruise on your back? I, don't, I mean, it, I'm, I'm missing the point here. It'd be absolutely no good. Well, anyway, it, it stretches them out by pulling on their feet and pulling on their hands at the same time. Yeah. Um, and it, does it and it's, it's speed variable, isn't it, as well? So it's speed variable, and it's speed variable by having, uh, like, a, a rally chopper gear stick. That's right, yeah. End, but, yeah. Which which seemingly goes from from 1 to 10, but 10 has got a big red mark next to it saying, yeah. do, do not use, don't use this. Yeah, so why is it even on there? Is so the why question. is it on there? So when, if, you, if you're not supposed to use it, it's really dangerous. Why is that part of the machine? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's utterly bizarre. Um, so, yeah. So, so, yeah. They've, so they've got the, so he's got the gear stick. So Lippy goes in, puts it onto the uh, 10, um, and he makes some kind of quip. I don't, I can't remember what he says, but he's, he's he makes some kind of quip about it and then leaves. Yeah. And then, then we've got like about 10 minutes of James Bond being just shaken about, haven't we? And the camera well, shaking and stuff. Yeah, the camera shakes. There's that sped, sped up carry on thing again. But the camera keeps showing underneath the pistons working. Yes. The, um, in, in a yeah. really, you know, ag- aggressively sexual. Ju- ju- yeah. ju- 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 it's, it's really That's quite right. vile. And, it and does look like you know, he's strapped to a massive fucking machine. Then I was just thinking, you fucking deserve that, you horrible bastard. And he, you know, because he's been groping that woman absolutely yeah. mercilessly. Uh, and you, think, you know, and she's go on. Do you, do you think that that's what the therapist was secretly hoping for? What that you somebody know, had sneak in and take it in? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, especially well, considering what happens next. Well, uh, I, I suspect if it, if if what happens next had happened before, then she'd have done it herself. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so she she comes back in and she finds James like quivering on this machine, turns the machine <laughs> yeah. off, shaking oh. like he's having some kind of fit, uh, yeah. twitching. So she, so she says, "Oh my god, I don't know what's I don't know what's happened. You must have you must have knocked the lever with your arm." Yeah, which is weird. Down, so what? yeah, it's the weird thing to say. Which I mean, he couldn't do that. And and in fairness, you do, the first thing you do isn't blame the patient, is it? Absolutely. It's I don't know what could happen. Policy, I don't, yeah, I don't know what could happen. You must have done it. You've done that. You fucked that up, you. Yeah, you clumsy cunt. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so she gets him off, and she's like, "Oh God, let's. Um, I'm going to pop you in the steam room, and then well, that sh- that should help you get back to back to normal." He's <laughs> like, oh, "Sorry, I've got back in dogs." So she said, oh, "I'm going to get you into the steam room. That should get you back to normal." Um, so she takes him over to the steam room. And um, uh, she, he he basically blackmails her because he says something like, 
he's like, well, um, oh, she said, oh, you're not going to tell my boss about, um, yeah, about that's what's right, happened. Yeah. And he said, oh, well, I suppose like my silence could be bought in some way. And she's going, no, you don't, you don't mean, you don't mean. And he's like, mm, oh, that's a bit And then he opens the steam room door and then like shoves her in there. And then you can see him taking a, a yeah. like outfit well, off. <clears throat> Actually, I wrote down, she says, oh no. And he says, oh yes. And you just, that's just, that's yeah. fucking horrendous. Yeah. That's, <clears throat> it is, it is um, a fascinating look at mid-1960s sexual politics, where you go, oh, right, so that's 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 obviously... It's in a yeah. mainstream movie, and it's not done in a kind of, oh, look at this, isn't this horrible way? It's a, that's James Bond, boys will be boys. It's fucking horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. And it, 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 um, it starts you off with this um, this whole psychopathy that, that he's got, well, sociopathy, that he's got that run throughout this because he's there's no um there's no like run up to this there's they've had no kind of conversation there's been no flirting there's been really nothing apart from he's grabbed her and then he's kissed her when she didn't want to be kissed and then he's putting her in this steam room to shag her when she's saying i don't i don't i don't want to do this yeah yeah. Uh, and he's just not in the least bit bothered by yeah. any of it is he it's really uncomfortable he's not bothered before he's not bothered after no it's it, just completely there's there's a, a just <clears throat> emotional detachment there and that this yeah. is what when, when i watched this i was thinking how is this such a successful franchise he's an yeah. absolute bastard he's horrible he is, he's yeah 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 as, as a <clears throat> very 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 dear friend of mine would say that is not a black mark that is a prison sentence yeah, get him to prison. Yeah, it's it's horrendous. Yeah, you know, yeah. and so so yeah, terrible um, terrible person. Shocking. Um, so he he rapes his therapist in the steam room. Yes, he does. And then um, he leaves leaves that room. I think he says see you later. And then um, he uh, leaves leaves the her there. And then he goes off um, to another therapy room where for some reason Count Lippy, who's just thought he's um, he's paralysed Bond on this sex machine table. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's decided to chill out in a, a little steam box, which... Yeah, I a very have, flimsy, I, a flimsy my God, box. That was so much of the time, wasn't it? Yeah. It's a little, a little box that you sit in and then doors close in front of you and your head sticks out the top and a towel goes around your neck yeah. and then the rest of you is steaming. And it's yeah. got the... For some reason, it's got the, the dial, the, <laughs> the temperature dial is on the outside so yeah. you can't reach it. Um, so Bond, Bond sees him in there. He turns up the dial to maximum, then puts a broom handle through the door so that Lippy can't get out. Yeah. And then um, he makes some quip about um, telling the chef that he's he's going to be well done or something. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. And again, and, and he, horrible. Yeah, and then and then just but it, but it's again it's that it's that thing that. You know, a bit like the the set decorators who made those flimsy doors uh, that that are supposedly oak, but it's an oak balsa blend. That cabinet looked like you could just stand up and it'd fall off around you. Yeah, yeah, definitely, absolutely. But uh, but there you go. Oh no, the old broom handle. And so and so he's he's in there. Um, They've they've both done considering considering that Lippy. I'm assuming he wants. I'm assuming he wants Bond. Dead, or at the very well, least, out of the picture. It's more and, like college and, pranks than life and death, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 
It is, isn't it? They're just like the more like practical jokes. Yeah. Um, oh, you've got a bit hot and you've got a bit shaken about. Yeah. Oh, do you know what he did? Before I left, he, he replaced my vegetarian sausage at the breakfast for a sausage. Oh, oh unbelievable. Yeah. That 007, the dastardly criminal. And do you know what Leppard did to me, that cunt? He's shit in the top of my urinal. No, into the top of my toilet. So every time I flushed it, it was his own shit and feces that came out of that. A fucking weak cunt. Um, so um, so they go, go from the steam room. Then the next thing we see is Bond. And he's with his therapist in his room. And he's stroking oh, her with a hairy, hairy mink glove. Isn't he? <laughs> and he's telling her, he's Bond, he's telling her how relaxed did he is. Did he bring it with him? I mean, I'm parking for, uh, for a little bit of uh, R and R. I'm going to the health spa. Uh, what, what are you taking, James? Well, just a change of clothes, a mink glove, and uh, what? A mink glove? Why? None of your business. Why? I'm taking my mink glove. I want it. It's mine. It's the. It's just. And so, yeah, oh, I, I think people find it soothing. I just, it's fucking I think creepy. That's, that, it, that's an important distinction to make as well. It's not a mink glove. I think it's that he definitely referred to it as his mink glove. <laughs> his mink glove, yeah. It is, it is, but it's obviously the must have for would be rapists in the British intelligence service. Again, I think it's another sign that he's, that he's, he's mentally disturbed because I think he doesn't understand what human beings like. And he's just thought. <laughs> Oh, they'd like been they like furry animals. Perhaps they'd like been stroked <laughs> stroked by a mink glove to orgasm. Yeah, it is it is so bizarre. Oh, you'll like that, don't you? You'll like it when I stroke you. Oh, well, I suppose I have to uh, say yes because he might kill me. It's, yes, I yeah. love it. James. I mean, it's, it's it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I when I was a child, me 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 elder brother like rubbed the guinea pig on my back. I found it a bit weird, but you know this yeah. is. This is marginally better. Yeah. Because I, I, yeah. I can't feel its skeletal structure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do feel like I'm falling asleep. Is that what you wanted? Yeah. Um, so he does that, and then... Um, <coughs> oh, my dog's barking to get in. I'll just go get my dog. Yeah, you know it's... Fucking hell, idiot. Something. <laughs> <coughs> um... We go from the from the weird, uncomfortable mink glove scene, um, uh, and we see a guy in a country pub. But he's in he's in he's staying in the guest room in a in a country pub, um, and he's got like a shirt and tie on and all this kind of stuff. And um, he's got a very glamorous woman with him. Um, yes, yeah, so a, a ginger-haired. Uh, yes, um, Fiona. Yes, Fiona. Yeah. They look like it's kind of like post coital flirting, um, a little bit. And um, anyway, he's saying, "Well, I have to get off." And it turns out he's a pilot because he starts putting on his pilot's uniform, and he's like, yeah. saying, "Oh yeah, I'll, you know, I'll see you soon," and all this kind of thing. So he puts all his gear on, um, and he goes. To, he puts his cap on, opens the door, opens the door. <laughs> I fucking love this bit. He opens the door. And he, he, it's him, stood at the door, looking at him, with a gun pointing at him, and obviously he's shocked. So he, t <laughs> he turn, turns around to Fiona, as if to say, this is, it's me. Yeah, and <laughs> it must be a dream. 
he gets shot uh, in the face by um, by the by by this other person who looks just like him. Um, but it's not it's not a gun. It's not a bullet. It's he's shot by poison gas, like like a little like a puff of poison gas, which yeah. kills him in instantly. Yes. <clears throat> um, um, yeah. But seemingly the re- everybody else who's in the room, literally feet away from him, they can um, get away from the effects of the instantly lethal poison gas by just putting a handkerchief over the noses and mouths yeah. and that's that stops it and then within yeah. seconds they, they don't even need to use them because the yeah. poison gas has just dissipated it's, it's it dissipated gone. absolutely yeah 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 um so they've got this um they've got this guy so as it all turns out the guy who had all the bandages in at the spa he was um a specter agent and he was going to be he's had facial surgery to make him look he said, like yeah, two two years of pilot training um, uh, yeah. and, <clears throat> and 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 langu- um, changing his accent changing and, his accent yeah. and all the surgery because this guy is italian um, yeah so he's he looks exactly like him um, so he gets his uh, name tag and watch and um, uh, they say right he's underground and he says well underground's not enough that's it's two yeah. years out of my life and i don't even look like the same person anymore so he says, I want like, I want 200 He wants 250 grand. grand. No, 250 yeah, grand. 250 he tries to hustle for 250 and grand. And then yeah, yeah. L- Lippy goes, holds a gun to him as if he's going to shoot him, uh, which would have completely killed the entire plan straight away. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it all rests on him. So anyway, Fiona's sea sense and she says, yeah, yeah, we'll sort it out. Here's 100 grand now and we'll give you the rest when you finish the flight. Um, I, have to, I have to just, just before we carry on, you know, mm. th- this, this plan... Which is yeah. which is number two's plan. That's that's been Largo's plan. Yeah. Now, I mean, it's it's a it's a fucking high stakes, long odds gambling at this one. Let's be honest. Oh, yeah. In the two years yeah. that this guy started to have surgery, imagine that bloke had gone. I'm fucking sick of being a pilot now. I, I think I'm going to work in a shoe shop. Then what's yeah. he going to do? Change the surgery again? You know, it's two years. And also, can you imagine two years of monthly meetings with number one? And so number two, what are you working on? Oh, it's coming. It's coming, boss. Yeah. It's coming. He's, uh, you've been saying that for a year and a half. Oh, I, I tell you, it's big. It's big. This, honestly. Honestly, when you wear his accent, it's it's fucking amazing. You'd think yeah. he was Italian. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's loads of things that could have gone wrong along the way. Yeah. It was a, it's, it's a highly, highly impractical plan. It is an appalling plan, a ludicrous plan. So what his idea is? He's got this. Um, he's replaced this uh, pilot uh, with this with this Spectre agent. Um, who is then going to go um, to the nearby NATO base uh, yeah. and get on a, a Vulcan bomber uh, as part of a NATO contingent of people who are going on these things because it's a NATO. Yeah, exercise he's been given like a special. Bombs. He's been given like a special oxygen thing, hasn't he, to put on for himself? Yeah. So he's going to go on there and then um, set off in the plane, and then when they get so far, the idea is that he's got this gas that's going to kill the rest of the crew, and then he'll have control of the plane. And then they'll yeah. fly it to wherever it needs to go. So he gets on this plane, and he's supposedly in the in the RAF briefing. He's supposedly there as just an as a NATO observer, isn't he? Yeah. So there's no reason why he should be sat in the pilot or the co-pilot seat. No. So he's sat he's sat in the plane, and then um, the uh, the pilot says, "Right, we'll go. From, we're going to go from manual to auto." Um, and then he says to like his co-pilot Dave, Dave. Do you want to go and have a sandwich or something? And Dave goes, yes, yes, very good, sir. So he pops off and he literally 
literally has a sandwich. Yeah. He goes, he goes, goes downstairs and takes his mask off and starts eating a sandwich. Yeah. And then um, he says to the um, he says to the agent, Ah, oh, um, Mr. NATO observer, would you like to come and up here and have... It's a much better view up here in the cockpit. And he says, oh, yes, that'd be lovely. So he gets up there, straps himself in, puts the lethal gas in, kills everybody, and then he's got control of the plane, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, while they're doing that... Oh, God. The the Vulcan bombers are flying over, and they fly over the spa where um, where, where Bond is... um, struck in his mink um, yeah. and he hears the noise and um, he says uh, I sh- I sh- he said, like I can't, I can't concentrate on stroking you with my mink or something with that noise going on so he gets up to yeah. close the window and when, he's, when he goes to close the window by some strange part of time um, Lippy is just turning up at the spa and he sees him through the window Lippy's turning he's... up with a, an ambulance and he's bringing back the body of the actual real pilot, he's bringing him back to the spa, but he's dressed him up like the guy with the bandages. So that's what they've done. They've done like a whole yeah. body swap thing, haven't they? So he says, um, "It's been a switch around." He stops. He stops looping her up, and he says, "I'm just going out for some exercise." And she's like, "What? I'm just going to get warmed up." And uh, he just chucks on some slacks and a polo shirt, and then he goes out, and then. Um, he finds the body, doesn't he, in, in another room? Yeah, and he, he finds his body sees, in the room, which is sorry. I have to say, he finds the body in the room marked "osteopathic traction and Turkish bath." That's the same room, the osteopathic osteopathic traction and Turkish bathroom. You think right? So if they're if they're the same room, so that bit where where Bond was on the osteopathic traction machine and the Turkish bath, they were just next to each other. So that yeah. means then, when that bloke put him on the on the fuck machine and left him alone, he was yeah. just over there. Yeah. He was he was just, yeah. he was literally just over there. He could point at him if his hands weren't tied up and he wasn't being fucked by a machine. And so when he got off, you know, this bloke ought to have gone. Oh, he's on the over there. Someone turned the machine off. I can hear that woman talking. Oh, he snogged that woman. She doesn't like it. Oh, what's going on now? Oh, he's come in. Oh, fucking hell. No. How can they be in the same room? It's fucking ludicrous. Geographically nonsensical room building. And also, yeah. while, he's having, while he's having a snoop round, Bond, uh, there's, a, there's a bloke with a silencer behind a flimsy wooden partition door watching him take the, um, take the bandages off the body's face, isn't there? That's slippy. Yeah, That's Lippy. Lippy who's got Lippy's got the sounds gun and, he, and he's just he's just getting his, his gun ready because he thinks he's gonna have to shoot Bond. And then Bond goes over to the desk and decides to make out like he's phoning the police, I guess. Um and as he picks up the phone, he just suddenly turns around and the window behind him, he smashes the window <laughs> and he knocks there's a man at the other side of the window and he knocks him out and then he 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 wraps the phone cord round his head. And just leaves him hanging there, yeah. and all you can hear is there's somebody on the phone going, "Hello, is there anybody there?" Yeah, and it's ridiculous. Bond leaves them, and then he turns on. Does he turn on the fire? Yeah, he bashes it with his elbow. He, bashes he, the, he, the yeah. fire alarm. Yeah, and then a woman, uh, then a woman, a woman comes out in like a pink negligee. And yeah. says, oh, what's going on? Is there a fire?" And he's like, "What a fire in my trousers or uh, something disgusting." <laughs> 
And um, then Bond's therapist comes out and goes, haven't you had enough exercise for one evening? Because it looks like he's trying to shag somebody else. Yeah. Oh, God. It's, it's a it's, minefield, it is, isn't it? It is. It's, it's absolutely dreadful. Anyway, so, but but that, that whole thing, Lippy behind the the, the flimsy wooden partition yes, door, that's yeah. my first balsa comment. Yeah. So at the point at which, oh, I might shoot this guy. He's found out something serious. Oh, he's smashed a window yeah. and, and he's strangling one of my cohorts. I could really shoot him now. I probably should shoot him now. Should I shoot him now? Yeah. Do you know what? I'm not going to bother. It's fine. It's fine. I never liked Ken. He was a twat. I'm glad he strangled him. I'll, I'll leave it. I'm going to leave it. Yeah, I mean, the yeah, the game's up all because Lippy just didn't turn around and just shoot him straight away. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, nonsense. Yeah, yeah, that was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Um, anyway. Spe- speaking so, of ridiculous, so we'll go back yeah. to the Vulcan bomber. Oh, yes, we're back to the bomber. Our, yeah, our, yeah. our Spectre agent has taken control of the plane. Um, so he's, he's flying along and he flies over um, a boat uh, in the sea and it's Lago and his henchmen. So uh, Lago says to this guy who's on the boat with him, he says, turn on the underwater landing lights. And, yeah. Uh, so these light, lights come <laughs> on just under the sea, just under the surface of the sea. Now, at this point, I thought, oh, right, some kind of runway is going to like appear, going to come yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that, or, that would follow, wouldn't it? That's the, or, that's the logistical projection. Or it's literally like... Um, it's a, it's a runway, but it's just covered with like six inches of water or something, just so it looks like it's part of the sea. Yeah. Uh, but but no, there the are lights, and then he, the <laughs> agent lands the Vulcan bomber without its wheels down, just yeah. in the sea, on top of the yeah. sea. Yeah, right. and then puts the wheels down. And the, yeah, so he, he gli- and he glides to like a really sedate halt in the sea. In the sea. From like 600 miles an hour to stop. Uh, very genteelly, and then yeah, like you say, the, then he puts the wheels down, and you think, well, why is he putting the wheels down? Then the, the plane sinks, and it lands on the wheels on the seabed. Yeah, um, a perfectly then, flat part of the seabed. Perfectly flat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, he's got there because of the landing lights, hasn't he? Um, fucking landing lights. <laughs> Imagine in a storm. They'd be fucking all over the place. It'd look like a and Christmas you never, tree. You never find out how these landing lights work. Are they floating there? No. If so, how are they kept in place? Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Are they on cables? In a storm, they'd be all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Nonsense. Absolute um, nonsense. So he, the, the plane sinks down to the bottom. He undoes the canopy, does our spectre agent, and then he can't get the um, he can't get his seatbelt off. He's stuck, <laughs> stuck in there. Two years anyway. of fucking training. Two years of training. And he can't get a seatbelt off. He can't get a fucking seatbelt off. What a dick. <laughs> you think that that would be one of the, the things. Just a fairly so, fundamental, yeah. So I'm underwater. I'm in an aeroplane. Uh, my only means of escape is undoing the seatbelt and getting out that way. So do, you, do I need to know about the seatbelt? Oh, it's, it's probably going to be obvious, isn't it? I'll, I'll wing uh, it. I'll wing yeah. it. It'll be yeah, fine. Fuck it. It'll come to me when I get there. So he can't get the seatbelt off. And then Largo and his mates have all gone down there in the scuba gear. Yes, they and, have. And um, he, he's like signalling, going, I can't get out. can't get my seatbelt out. undo me. And the guy goes, oh, yeah, no, I'll sort it out. He gets his knife out and cuts his airway. Yes, um, he does. Now, the cutting of airways is a massive thing in this film. Oh, Huge. It's it's it really is a, a prime skill that everybody needs to have 
in yeah. this film. Cutting yeah. airways. Yeah. It's all and, about and cutting airways. I, I, always with devastating effect, but sometimes more devastating than others. There was a point towards the end of the film where one person's airway they, they spin off in like a, yeah, like a whirl yeah, and yeah. yeah it's 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 quite remarkable anyway you often find when when whenever somebody's airway gets cut on those scuba gear um that they'll be you know, like you say they could die immediately or or be completely unharmed <laughs> it's very yeah. difficult to say to find out why um anyway so they um they what they do is they get the bomb they they get the the plane covered in camouflage netting. Oh god! Using... A lot of time was devoted to that. <laughs> Fucking hell! Oh, yeah. that five minutes of screen time, pegging out. <laughs> it, honestly, camping enthusiasts would have loved that. Lots of undersea hitting of things with mallet. Yeah. Dot, dot, you know, swimming and sharks swimming about, and they're pulling yeah. this cargo netting over it, and then dot. honestly, it took. I just thought, right, okay, they're, they're doing that. That's fine. Establish that yeah. shot. Move on. But no, he went on for yeah. ages. Yeah. Um, in the reviews uh, of the time of the film, a lot of critics did say far too much time spent on that bit. <laughs> oh, really? I'm not surprised. Yeah. It's fucking ludicrous. But, you know, if it had gone on any longer, I was almost waiting for fucking Attenborough's voice to go, the trap being set, the divers wait. For their prey. <laughs> Hiding a Vulcan bomber is quite easy. But catching a shark is not. <laughs> and here we find the final resting place of the Vulcan bomber. <laughs> now home to millions of organisms. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> teeming um, with life. Teeming <laughs> with life. Yeah, just ridiculous. It goes on for ages. As one giant of the sky dies... Millions of life forms are born beneath the sea. <laughs> isn't it fascinating? <laughs> and life goes... Isn't it fascinating, though? Um, you know, uh, David Attenborough aside, you know, that the criticisms of the, of the film at the time made no mention of Bond being basically a serial fucking sex no, offender. No. But all about, oh, it's take, they take a bit long pegging out that fucking bomber. Not, you know, they could have they fitted another another assault in that time. Well, as, as we see with his behaviour throughout this film... Uh, and pretty much what we're seeing, and, and you know, parts of Casino Royale. Um, yeah. I now get why people, you know, like now people going, "Fucking hell, Jimmy Savile!" I mean, come on, why didn't why didn't people see it? Well, people, <laughs> because people like James Bond were glorified. He was yeah. a he was a, a sex offender, Absolutely. and he was held up. Fucking, he yeah, was yeah. held up as an example of what masculinity looks like. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a very fair point. So, Mind you, I don't... yeah, go on, sorry. Well, I was just going to say, Jimmy Savile as James Bond. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I can't well, take that any further. It's dark enough as it is. Let's you move swap, on. You, you swap out the spa for a children's hospital and you oh don't know. <laughs> or a prison. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's that. Oh, fucking hell. Um, anyway, anyway, good. Right. So, um, the uh, Lagos men, they, they camouflage the plane. They've got that really cool orange, like, scuba boat car thing, haven't they? Yeah, it's they do. Seemingly yeah, yeah. designed to perfectly hold two nuclear bombs that yeah, it, luckily it's, are bomb-shaped. Yes, thank goodness. Thank goodness yeah. for that purpose-built uh, yeah. 
undersea flotation machine. Yeah, whatever. I'm guess I'm guessing that was designed just for that purpose, and they didn't go through a catalogue looking for it. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine evil equipment catalogue? <laughs> Number two, have you found what you want? I'm still on the toys, man. I'm sorry. Just give me a minute. There's a brilliant look well, at this racing it, chase here. You'd think it'd be under outdoor, wouldn't you? Yeah, I can't find it in outdoors though. Have you checked the undersea? Scooper, well, there's an undersea section. Scooper, <laughs> scooper, scooter. Oh, there's scooters. There's loads of scooters. I don't want a scooter. Pages of scooters. I, I would like a scooter. Okay, number one. Okay, well, going after this mission. I'll, I'll I'll make a note of the code code for it, and we'll come back to it. <laughs> Imagine like an evil Argos. <laughs> instead of instead of bong bong, cashier number four, please. Dan dan, cashier number four, please. Still the same cheery voice, but minor chords. Evil cashier number four, please. Evil cashier number four, please. Evil no. order seventeen is being processed. <laughs> Please move to collection point Evil B. And like um, like when you're in Argos and you see stuff going down those those rollers down that yeah. slide, they'd do the same thing in the evil one, but it'd be surrounded by a ring of flame as well. Of course there'd be fire. Yeah, yeah, of course there would. And every every time something came down those rollers, they'd be na 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 na. So yeah. Anyway, very good. Number number fifty four. Oh yeah, that's that's me. Yeah, what, now what was it again, love? It was um, a nuclear bomb-holding uh, evil scuba car. Yep, that's right. There you go. That's your receipt. Now, look after that, because that acts as your warranty. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Will you be using it more than once? Or do you intend to get foiled by a secret agent? Foiled, probably. Yeah, we, we mostly are. Off you pop, then. Enjoy it while it lasts. <laughs> We do offer extended cover if you're no not not into no all right then no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. um so Lago's boat which is a very nice boat like his yacht yes the Disco um, Volante the Disco Volante so I had to look that up because it's and? such a fucking cool name it's uh, Italian for flying saucer ah there you go yeah Disco Volante is such a such a glamorous fucking cool name though isn't it. It's great. Disco I immediately Volante. wanted to be called Disco Volante and live in a house called Disco Volante. Oh yeah, I think that'd be oh, amazing. Yeah. If you um, know, in fact, in fact, when we when we are uh, rock superstars, mm. um, I, I think one of us should be known as Disco Volante. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, we should be called the Disco Volante Brothers. Oh, Disco Volante Brothers, even better. That's our writing thinking, name. I was thinking of, you know, Peter, Paul and Mary, but instead of Peter, Paul and Mary, just Paul and Disco Volante. But <laughs> <laughs> well, Paul would be a bit disappointed, wouldn't he? Is he still, theoretically, Paul Volante? Please, welcome to the stage, Paul and Disco Volante. Yeah, I'm Paul Volante, yeah. I, I, actually, we don't share the same dad. My real surname's Walker. I'm Paul, I'm Paul Walker. Yeah, but, um, but yeah. Anyway... Everyone, nobody talks to me. Disco Volante gets all the attention. Well, when we're talking about um, duos, then, like, what about Captain and... Do you remember Captain and Tennille? 
I do remember Captain and Tennille. So what do you think went on with their naming situation? Because he was just a very kind of ordinary bloke who played the piano. I don't know. Well, which, 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 which was which? Who played the Tenille, piano? Tennille was the lady and Captain was the guy on the piano. That makes sense. Although women can be captains. I was, I was never really sure. But yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. I don't know. Not in those days. Not in, <laughs> not in those days. Good Lord. <laughs> Bond wouldn't stand for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so La- uh, Lagos, but yeah, sorry, the, the, that's a Disco Volante. Um, yes. So Bond is, um, we cut to Bond and Bond's getting chased by Lippy in a car, they're in a car chase, and Lippy's chasing after him, although Bond, I think, initially doesn't realise it, but then Lippy pulls up near him and he starts firing um, a little handgun. Just a uh, six-shooter, yeah. Yeah, real shit gun. Uh but what Lippy doesn't realise is um, he's had um, contracts put on his head. So Fiona is chasing Lippy on a motorbike. Yes. Uh, a, a gold motorbike. Another inconspicuous vehicle. Yeah, absolutely. They're it's great, gold... these Spectre agents, aren't they? <laughs> it's a gold motorbike with guns on it. Yeah. And she uses the guns to shoot Lippy's car and it explodes. Yeah. And then she drives off to a nearby pond and pushes her motorbike into it. Takes her motorbike leathers then, off. Yeah, takes her then, motorbike leathers off and then just walks off. Yeah, and pushes the bike into the pond. And then, and then <laughs> there's a there's a couple of lingering shots of it going... Yeah, and the, the, if you go by the noise, the bike is still running when she pushes it into the pond. Yeah. And just turn it off. I mean, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Conspicuous. What's that in there? Why did somebody come in by? They could get that started. What's that in there? Ooh, gold motorbike with guns on it. I'm having that. I'm having that. Roger, seen, help me get I've this seen, out here. I've seen one of them in Evil Argos. <laughs> Evil cashier number six, please. <laughs> gold, gold motorcycle with um, machine guns, is it? That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking Evil Argos. I love Evil, Evil Argos. But um, anyway, so we've we've had some really vast vast rooms. We're going to go to another vast room because Bond has gone back to the base and he sees um, he sees Money Penny on reception and she says, "Oh, all of the double O agents yeah. um, from around the world have been recalled for the meeting, and you're the only one who isn't here yet." Yeah, you're, you're late. late. You're late. Yeah. And he's like, "Fuck off! I don't give a shit." <laughs> yeah, and he then... comes to. He, he was even pissed off because he got throw his hat in the room, wasn't he? Opens the door. Yeah. And, and yeah. she's moved the fucking hat stand yeah. to next to the door. So she yeah. puts it on a bit. Fucking yeah. fine. Put my hat on there then. So he, walk, he walks in. No apology to the people who were there already. Just walks in None. and sits down. So they're sat in the, the biggest fucking room in, in the entire film, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's absolutely enormous. But yeah. seemingly in central London and very old. And so they're sat in this cavernous room. And all the double O agents are in high back chairs in a line. Um, so you can't see any of them apart from Bond. Yeah. Um, so then they get their briefing from M and an army guy and a government guy yeah. to say that they've had a ransom demand and this is what this is what Spectre want and this is what they're gonna have to do. They're gonna have to give them the money <clears> or this city's gonna get blown up. Um, now the to show the location of where the bomber went missing. They open up um, a picture, <laughs> a picture on this. the wall. I wrote this down. A picture on the wall 
it's probably I would say conservatively 50 metres by 50 metres <laughs> yeah. they pull that up and it's just a massive black and grey image of the world yeah. in silhouette isn't yeah, it yeah but it's also but it's got All the, the, you know um, like circles on it that, and, and, and like yeah suggesting, yeah, suggesting what's shit. happening and you just think who's been behind that curtain fixing that up because this only happened like hours before it's it's the yeah. way, it's not like yeah. you know a computer simulation that someone's put together, which even in itself yeah. is a load of bollocks. You always get that in films, but this is you know, money penny. Who have we got who's who's very good with uh, hobbycraft stickers? Um, because we need to uh, mark oh. up the twenty meter by twenty meter picture <laughs> of the world. Double O Four, Keith Fletcher, get him in. Instead of any of them just getting closer to the wall and making the picture smaller, they've like said, well, no, the they can't get up, can they? So we're going to need something that can be seen from a long way away. Um, so they do this vast, vast, like, picture of the world. And then, so then the guy's going, oh, it's the, the plane went missing here. And he's got a stick that's about 15 <laughs> metres long. Because because of the location of where it is on the map. It's like, well, it's if it's just that bit, again. just show yeah. that bit. Just 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 get to that yeah. bit. Forget the rest of the world. We don't need to see it. We know where yeah. it is. Just show that bit. So they all have a look and go, oh, yeah, that's far away, isn't it? Um, so then they all get their, um, all the double O agents, they all get given um, individual assignments to go off and do around the world to solve this particular problem before they have to pay the ransom. So Bond goes in to see M uh, privately. Yeah. Uh, and there's an there's an army guy in the office and he says, uh, so, um, so Bond, uh, I'm going to send you to uh, somewhere like Alaska or something. It's a, it's a, this, this particular It's Canada, isn't it? He's going to go to Canada. Say, yeah, that's it. It's, it's, yeah, a long way away. Yeah. From where the need, where he needs to be, and he says, "I'm going to send you there." And Bond said, um, "No, no, I don't think I should go there. I think I should go to Nassau." Because he's got a uh, photograph, because, hasn't he? Uh, he's, got a, he's got a photograph that he found in the ho- in the spa of the yes uh, of of some glamorous woman with the pilot um, yes. that he found dead. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he's trying to piece all these 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 pieces of this puzzle together. Yeah. And the um, the army guy goes, well, no, I think you should pretty much go where he tells you to go, shouldn't you? And um, M goes, if Bond wants to go to Nassau to see the lady, he jolly well shall. Yeah, he really does back him, doesn't he? The, 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 um, the army bloke goes, oh, yeah, yeah, right, of course, yeah, <laughs> no worries. Thinking, what a fucking overreaction. Yeah, absolutely. I'm represent- isn't it the Home Secretary who says this, or is it... Because you've got the army guy and the Home Secretary's there as well, isn't it? He's, I'm here as a representative. Of uh, yeah, no, it's the, I think. It, yeah, no, I think it's the army okay. guy because he just looks flustered and then goes back. There's to something his that I, I just fag or and, and this this isn't massively important, but it really it, it's just mm. the point when Bond goes into the room and they've got the they've got the chairs. There's 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 nine chairs, yeah. right? And, and we're is, looking at the backs yeah. of the chairs, and Bond goes yes. and sits in the seventh chair along. Yeah. And you think, okay, he's 007, yeah. so there's 001, there's 007. But this is the backs yeah. of the chairs. So he ought to have been yeah. the second along. Because if you go left to right, yeah. you know, you don't count the chairs from the backs of the chairs, surely, do you? 
Well, the other the other thing to that is, um, would would they necessarily sit in numerical order? Apparently, well, it might have just been a coincidence, but I bet it wasn't. I bet they went the seventh chair. That's Bond. There you go. You sit in that one because that's the seventh yeah. chair. Yeah. No, I think they just got it wrong. Uh, it's it's an interesting dynamic though, isn't it? Because uh, I wonder what the 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 number. What does it mean? We know we know how he gets his double well, O. We know what, what how it was reinvented that he got his double O. So is there only ever nine of them? So you know, once one's out, then another they bring in, they make another double O. So he has to go off and kill two people. They they put the advert out there saying, <laughs> "Do you want to kill two people? <laughs> Do you want to be a double O?" Yeah, <clears throat> absolutely. Would you like to make similarly-minded psychopaths? Yeah. Fancy a life of rough sex and violence? Have you <laughs> have you got it? What's what it takes to kill two people? <laughs> Do you have no concerns about the rest of society? <laughs> then come and join us at the Double O Club. Own your own trunks. Come and join us. Yeah. Um. So he's they they just say right. Well, that's fine. You can go to NASA then. Um. That's all good. Uh, and and it off he pops. Um, so this the pilot's sister he's going to see. Um, he 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 sees her. He, he meets her in in Nassau, swimming. Um, she gets a flipper stuck in the coral. That's he right, her yeah. out. <laughs> I mean, what, what are the what, what are the chances? Uh, that's that's the icebreaker. He saves her by pulling a flipper yeah. out <clears throat> while they're both underwater. And um, she's like, oh, yeah, you're lovely, aren't you? And he's like, oh, I certainly am. Let me feel a touch. And, uh, <laughs> and then uh, she says, that, uh, I think she's, he's got um, another agent, a female agent with him, yeah. hasn't he? He's not on his own. So he says, oh, I'll see you later anyway. And then they go over to his boat and he gets on the, on, on the boat with his female agent friend. And he's like, oh, turn on the boat, but make sure it's, it doesn't work. Yeah, pull, anyway, pull, pull cables out and shit like that. Pulls cables out and then he says, "Oh, I, my bone doesn't work. Could you give us a lift back to?" Well, yeah, he but says, just could, me. You, "Could you give me a lift back to the harbour?" But just, yeah, but just me. Yeah. And he and she and she's like, "Says, well, what about her?" And he says, "Oh, she's going to wait for the service boat to arrive." Yeah. But at no point do they ever think, "Well, oh, you, we could just tow that boat <laughs> Absolutely. back to harbour." I suppose we could do that. Yeah. No, we can't. We've got to leave yeah. it. Um, so them two go back, and then he has a nice. He gets changed into um, his into a nice shirt and some tiny shorts. Yeah. He wears tiny shorts all the way through this, doesn't he? Uh, t- his shorts are so small they make me feel uncomfortable throughout this film. <laughs> well, I, I wrote down the, his, his his legs are incredibly hairy. Like the, there isn't a, there isn't a part of his legs. It's like even his knees yeah. and the backs of his knees are hairy. In fact, it looks yeah, like yeah, there's a, like yeah. a black glow around his legs, like he's been eating evil ready brick. Yeah, it's it's the weirdest. It, the, they're the weirdest legs. He's got evil ready brick legs. Also, before that, I don't know when it happens. I think it's before that. There was there was a point at which there were some people dancing, um, including an old lady who just looks down the lens at least three times. She's kind of near the front of the shop <laughs> and she's sort of dancing around where Connery, Connery and I presume um, Domino are, are walking by or chatting or, or something or other. And, and yeah, on two or three occasions, she's obviously, oh, look, I'm, 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 I'm going to be in shot. I'm going to be in a James Bond film. It's really awkward. 
So yeah. Anyway, that was just a Bond's um, Bond's shorts. I felt were specifically designed for him to, in quotes, accidentally pop out of occasionally. <laughs> yeah, possibly. I thought yeah. there were there were like the kind of things where he'd be sitting down on his sun lounger and go, "Oh, I'm, I'm awfully sorry about that." Right. Uh, my, the, the the tip of my cock appears to have popped out <laughs> of my shorts. Though they were like that, and you're thinking, "Oh, really? Yeah. Are you doing your lunges again?" Yeah, they're yeah. fairly unpleasant shorts. Um, anyway, he befri- he befriends um, these pilots. Um, pilots, what is he? Sister. Yes, um, Domino. She's called she's she's called Domino, and then he. Um, they, he goes. He goes out on the night um, to see her, and um, he meets Lago, and they're at this casino. So this, you know, when we're talking in Casino Royale about the, in the original, they were supposed to be playing baccarat. Yeah. So that's what they're playing in this. That was baccarat. Yeah. <clears throat> so baccarat still don't really understand me neither. But it involves it involves um, a long uh, like paddle of wood that. <laughs> Like nowadays, if you went into a hipster bar, they'd serve you dinner on it. <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> and they move the cards around with that, and you have to move the cards around with that. Yeah. And then occasionally somebody would go uh, five, and then somebody would go six, and they go, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's like a like made-up game, isn't it? It's, it's it like is. that yeah. bit in The League of Gentlemen where they're playing Go, Johnny, Go, 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 which is a game that they've made up to humiliate the other guy. It's like a mild version of number one. It's, it's, I think it's probably um, true. Um, so the so the so that's that's where Lago meets Mister Bond, um, and he's kind of got the measure of Bond straight away, and he's very cool about the whole thing. Uh, doesn't mind losing at Baccarat against him. He's, he doesn't really get the cool shit. He's quite he's quite cool all the way through. This is Lago. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't doesn't seem to get worked up. Not a huge amount. No. I think he's probably on drugs. <laughs> I think you would be. He takes, um, he invites Bond over to have a look at his house, and um, he does. He uh, he uh, he shows him he's got a, a like a pool, and it's got sharks swimming in it. But it's an exceptionally shallow pool, yeah. isn't it? It's like a it's like a sink. It's, it is, and it's got all these sharks. Yeah, swimming it's in a footbath basically. It, 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 it is, yeah. Uh, in and he, he likes he likes sharks. There's Lago. Um, that he's like he's kind of pets, yeah. uh, and then and if anybody if, if any of his henchmen do anything wrong, he throws them into the shark pool, and the sharks eat them. Yeah, which which we which we learn um, obviously later on because that does happen. Uh, but rather than seeing the sharks uh, attack the man, the camera goes beneath the water, and then suddenly there's a red filter on the lens. Oh, blood! Ah, yes. there you go. Yeah. Yeah, there's a point. Um, so there's just a point that I observed again because you know the old lady uh, looking down the lens. There's a point which appeared to suggest um, maybe there's something else in the film where Bond goes in and says to the receptionist, uh, "Where's my room?" or something like that, and he says, "Oh, it's just it's just up there," and and it shows her watching him. Then it cuts away to, uh, to Bond. Then it cuts yes. back to her when still she watching runs. him. Like, oh, yeah. it's, it's <laughs> really odd. Because he, 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 like, he does, he does like these again. He does these unfeasibly long strides upstairs <laughs> in his very short shorts. And that again, that's it. I'm thinking she's thinking he's going to pop yeah, out. He's yeah. going to pop out. He's going to plumb out. Oh, there's no, a plumb out. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what the whole that whole I scene was about. Right. Um, the the hotel that he's staying at the rooms again are massive. Yes, they are. They're obviously designed to like 
very large film cameras move around in them. So. <laughs> um, but they are vast, yes, the hotel room. True. Um, uh, um, another point he goes, he makes it with um, he makes it with Felix, the CIA. Oh yeah, agent. what a great meeting that was. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Bond's got um, <clears throat> he's had an intruder in his room, and he knows where the intruder is, the intruder is because he's got a, a tape recorder hidden in a book that just records everything that goes on in the room. So he plays it back and he hears the footsteps. Yeah, because he's, he's shouting for he's shouting for the, his, his female yeah. agent friend, isn't he? Yeah, um, so he decides that this this intruder's in the bathroom, and he's just about to go sort this intruder out when um, Felix knocks on the door, and he opens the door and he's about he's about to say ah double O seven, and he goes ah double O, and Bond punches him really hard in the stomach, <laughs> um, because he doesn't want him to say double yeah. O seven, but he's already said double yeah. O, which is a bit weird. And why didn't he just put his hand over his yeah. mouth? Why didn't he just move? Why didn't he just close the door? Yeah. He had a lot of options. <laughs> the worst option was punching yeah, violence. Let me just put well, again, another, another proof that Bond is just a dick. He really is a dick. Yeah, his first resort was, oh, I'm going to punch yeah. him. And then he goes and sorts the henchman out. Yes, he does. Uh, but he, 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 he sorts him out in a brilliant way. He turns on the shower and it's instantly hot. Like, like showers never yeah. are. And this guy, this yeah. guy goes, ah, like he's been scalded. Yeah. And then he punches him. Yeah. And this guy has an instant bruise on his face. Ah, he's, yeah. he's bruised. So, yeah. He's, he's, he's immediately knocked down into the, into the floor of the bathtub. And he just leaves his hand hanging out with a, with a, holding onto his gun. And, and Bond karate taps the hand <laughs> and he drops the gun. Um, anyway, the Felix and Bond send this guy packing. Um, say go back to your boss. Um, so he does, and then Largo goes, "You idiot!" and then throws him into yeah, the shark. Yeah, that's the guy who gets them with the shark. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Bond goes to like a a warehouse on the seafront, yeah. and um, M has turned up. Not um, M, Q to give him some Q. Yeah. Sorry, Q. Um, Q's turned up. So Q is um, the kind of inventor of all Bond's gadgets. And he's the head of the kind of research. Yeah, Q stands for quartermaster, doesn't he? That's yes. the idea. So, but for some reason, even though Q runs the whole gaff, he's had to go over to see Bond. They couldn't have sent. They couldn't have just sent the stuff with some instructions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got. He's gone over there with it. Yeah. And he goes through all what all the different gadgets do. Uh, a, a miniature flare gun, a Geiger counter watch, a. Geiger counter camera, camera uh, a scuba fat, uh, motor backpack. Yeah. Uh, just um, all plot convenient yeah, gadgets, it, basically. Yeah, Don't you just want yeah. once yeah. him to bring stuff, all the stuff that's just fucking looks great, but it's utterly useless. Utterly yeah. useless for the mission. Yeah. Or really mundane. We've talked about this before. Really mundane things. Pay attention, Dabla Seven. Uh, <laughs> you see, this looks like an ordinary button. This button can be stitched on using blue tack, and it sticks. <laughs> what, what good is that? Well, if you lose a button, it, 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 it's, it's really... We've been working on it for months. Okay, very good. Does it, is it a bomb? No, it's just a button. Yeah, something like that. That'd be marvellous. I have... Now, there's no bond. I've got two very intriguing but very different creams for you to use. 
Now this one you apply to your forehead. It's a protector against the sun's radiation bond. It's a stop you getting skin cancer. <laughs> oh, really? You can apply it anywhere, Bond, but apply it every day, religiously. <laughs> oh, very good. This other cream, Bond, is to remove the hair from your legs. <laughs> Don't get them confused, Bond. I'm calling this cream Vite. It is a depilatory cream. <laughs> Leave it on for several minutes before removing it, and you'll find that your hair is removed alongside the cream, and then shower. <laughs> That's quite remarkable, Eric. <laughs> Outstanding. <laughs> I want you to live a long and handsome life, Bond. <laughs> a long and handsome life. I've left all the amulets behind. <laughs> this is a moisturiser. It contains a toner. <laughs> you can have an all-year-round tan, Bond. No need to be in the sun anymore. The dangerous sun. <laughs> You'll be forever 30, Bond. What do you make of that? That's very, well, that's quite intriguing. Very good. That's excellent. Sometimes you look like somebody else. Oh, that's one. What? <laughs> Ignore me. Move on. <laughs> now, let's have a look at that chest of yours. <laughs> so, anyway, he gets, he, he gets his equipment. No, there's a, there's a point before that. Sorry, there's yeah. a point before that. And it's either when Bond fights the guy in the... I don't think it is. I think it's. I think it's before the bloke is thrown to the sharks. Largo hits him with a towel, and it's the most fearsome towel slap I've ever heard in my life. They use the same sound effect that they would use for a really mighty punch. <laughs> it's all, like a proper belt. So now I've, you know, I've never been. Yeah, it's, it's an evil. It's an evil it's one. It's evil it? Argos again. Evil towels. They've managed to get those evil towels that can give you a really nasty punch. Yeah. Bond takes his, his gear over um, because he suspects that the stuff is held in Lago's yacht. So he takes over his um, his nuclear detecting gear, his Geiger counter stuff, and he goes over there. Uh, and um, he takes a picture of uh, the hull of the ship. Anyway, um, they uh, Lago hears something going on and he goes, Turn on the underwater lights! <laughs> uh, and the, the, boat has, the boat has more underwater lights. And they see they see Bond, and they start throwing hand grenades on him, don't they? So... <laughs> oh yeah, oh, no, I've got I've got to. When, but when he gets off the boat, when he first drops into the sea, he um, he's he's it's a very well lit uh, bay. He's wearing a bright orange wetsuit top mm. and white trunks, and then they turn on the lights. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. He was already pretty conspicuous anyway, but the hand grenade dropping, yeah. it's like a shit magic trick, isn't it? Yeah. The way the guy is holding him and then going. Drop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, drop. It's 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 really it, again. It's it's full of campery. Yeah, yeah. It is, and all they seem to do is just. Um, it just seems to be quite loud for Bond. That was the only effect that it seems to yeah, have on him. Yeah, very much so. Anyway, he gets away from that, <clears throat> from all that, and gets to shore, and takes off his scuba gear, and then flags down a car. Who's in the car? It's Fiona. It's only Fiona. Absolutely. It's only Fiona, and um, so. They, she she starts to drive about a thousand miles an hour in a car trying to frighten them, and it turns out that they're staying at the same hotel. Yeah. Um. A, a remarkably fortuitous uh, turn of events, really. It is. It is. Oh, and and on the way, uh, Bond clocks that she's wearing a Spectre ring. I mean, again, what the fuck? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
more more I'm a spy. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, yeah. Oh god, yeah, that is weird. Um, and then she tries to hide it yeah, as well. It's like, well, if you need to hide it, don't no, fucking no, wear it. Or pass it off to somebody else. Oh yeah, I got this from a lucky chicken. Uh, you know, you put ten pens in. Oh, God, you get a little plastic yeah. egg out. And it was a, it was one of these. Look at yeah. that, isn't it cool. Yeah, yeah. Black yeah. My mate got a whistle, but I got this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then um, the next day, uh, Bond and Felix gain um, a, a chopper, and they go over trying to find the Vulcan bomber um, in the sea. So Bond's looking through binoculars. Uh, while Felix pilots the helicopter, um, they fly over Lago's house, and then realise, oh, that's that might be a an interesting uh, hiding place for nefarious things, uh, and they see the shark pool and all that kind of shit. Yeah. So Bond decides to go over to Lago's, just randomly just drives over there. It doesn't seem doesn't show him getting in contact with Lago or anything. He just drives over there, knocks on the door, and this bloke opens up and he goes. Uh, Mr. Lago, and he goes, "Oh, certainly, sir." And just texts him <laughs> yeah, through. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's fantastic. <laughs> that's the that's the security. Absolutely. No wonder Lago's frustrated. He keeps throwing people in his shots. Yeah, yeah. To get in stuff like that. Wrong. There's a, there's a really weird bit where he, at this point where he meets Lago and and his two henchmen are there, who obviously know yeah. each other, and and it, it's mm. clear that what he's trying to do is introduce Bond to the henchmen. But what he says is. Mr. Yanni, Mr. Vargas, Mr. Vargas, Mr. Yanni. You think, why are you introducing <laughs> them to each other? That's just fucking weird. They know who they are. It's Bond they haven't met. He's, he's, the, he's, the new, he's the new factor in this particular conundrum. What, what's going on there? It's really weird. I, but he says something like, um, I believe you're acquainted with Mr. Vargas or something. Which they could only have been equated with each other from like the hand grenades on the boat thing, but anyway, um, he said, "Oh, Mister Vargas, he he um, he doesn't drink, he doesn't smell, yeah. he doesn't he's he doesn't have he's celibate, yeah. um, he's just devoted to his work, aren't you, Mister Vargas? Yeah. What do you make of that, Mister Bond? <laughs> it's just so oddly oddly unnecessary it's really weird yeah it, it, it made me think I wonder if that's where Adamant got the inspiration for goody chews to use don't drink don't smoke what do you do don't drink don't smoke what do you do settle in you windows follow <laughs> it was a really weird moment that it's like yeah. We'll try, and, we'll try and give that bloke some character because he's just a henchman isn't he let's 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 let's, um, let's give him some character let's make him a celibate who doesn't drink or smoke Okay. Yeah. Oh. It was just sort of really, really Very weird. Strange. I like the way that they tried to make him out like, um, have you seen this fucking weirdo? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bond, Bond, yeah. have a look at him. Yeah. Look at this full fucker yeah. here. He, he doesn't, he's not alcoholic. Yeah. He's not addicted to any drugs. He's not, a, he's not, he's not even, I can't even remember the last time he raped anybody. <laughs> Well, I mean, what a yeah. fucking loser. What a twat. What a twat. What a fucking twat. Anyway, he also forgets he's met somebody. I have to introduce him to Mr. Yanni every fucking day. Every, every time, day. Yeah. yeah. He might have suffered some head yeah. trauma thinking about it. But... At one point, Domino yeah. uh, says, oh, I'll go get changed. She's been swimming again. And she says, <laughs> I'll go get changed. 
That's because Bond is kind of, well, they all do, don't they? They all turn around and kind of ogle her because she's wearing a, an all-in-one black um, swimsuit. Yeah, 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 that's right. And they're all looking at her like, lecture yeah. at her. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll just go get changed. Yeah, and when she comes out, she's in a bikini. <laughs> she's in a very, very small bikini. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's very really weird, it's isn't it? Fucking nonsense. I I, I took from the um, oh, uh, I sh- uh, you know these the all these blokes are just leching over me like quite blatantly, and they're only stood like four foot away from me. I think I need to get changed. I like I'm going to get out of this swimsuit and just like put some jeans. Yeah, on absolutely, yeah, yeah. But she's thought, oh, they're ogling me. That means that they must want to see more of me. I should appease them. <laughs> I should do what they want. I'll show. I'll go and get changed into something more revealing yeah. for their pleasure. Yeah, there you go. Absolutely. It's fucking weird. Welcome to the sixties. Totally. Totally fucking yeah, weird. Very odd. Bond's friend, um, uh, Paula, who's been staying at the hotel with him, the one who just got dumped on the boat. Yeah. Um, she gets captured by um, Lago's henchman because uh, Fiona breaks into her room, and. Um, so they capture her and they take her to Lago's base, uh, where they um, they're going to torture her so they can get information. Um, but before they can do that, Paula takes a cyanide tablet and kills herself. That's right. Yeah. So <clears throat> Bond goes over. But again, we've to, the, to Lago's. I think house. I think Paula follows a, a, in a in a in a grand tradition of of other agents who are just shit. I mean, in the Casino Royale, you had that Dryden guy. Uh, not Dryden, the, the, the guy who was kept putting his finger in his ear going, he's coming this way, the bomber's coming this way. And she just, you know, yeah. she gets, oh, oh I'm just going to answer the door to this bloke who's got a gun. And, oh, oh you've got a gun, oh, rubbish. You know, it's like, oh, for God's sake. Yeah, it's funny because it's not like they were, um, <clears throat> in this instance at least, they were afraid of a strong female character because Fiona's a strong character yeah, yeah, all the way through pretty much. She's like, um, she didn't take any shit off anybody. She she like shoots people, punches people. She likes driving fast. Mm. She's basically like a, a bond, a like like Bond, isn't she? But just a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know why they couldn't have made Paula like quite a strong. Person. No idea. She, no idea. But anyway, because Felix is a wet fart as well. Ah, oh, Felix. Felix, played by Rick Van Nutten. Felix is just a name. Felix, Felix, yeah, he is. Yeah. Felix is—he's um, just like Bond's like Uber driver, <laughs> isn't he? Essentially, that's all yeah. he does. He just ferries yeah. him around. It's like he's his dad taking him to a <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Bond. Uh, Bond goes to rescue. Bond. Um, is is Bond goes to rescue Paul? Yeah. yeah, and there's, it's a super but secure evil compound it. with a really flimsy <laughs> cellar door. He's able to he's able to yes. get it through a flimsy gets, cellar door. He gets through. He gets through that. He gets. Um, he wears a black jumper and some black trousers, uh, which means that nobody can see yeah. him as well, which is good. And he can deliver um, some milk tray he, if if anyone wants. Some. He, f- <laughs> he falls into the shark pond with um, another bad yeah. man, uh, but he's got a, a, a little breathing device yeah. that um, Q gave yeah. him, so he can escape. So he sorts all that out. He goes back to the hotel. Um, Fiona's Fiona's in his Fiona's in his bath. Yeah. She's she's naked yeah, in yeah, his bath. Yeah, she's made a, oh, Just before that, Largo again in that classic Bond. I've got a better idea thing. Um, that Bond uh, and the henchman are having a fight, 
Largo has no value, you know, he doesn't put any value on human life at all. But instead of just shooting yeah. them both in the water, he goes, I've got a better idea. Yeah. Shuts the lid of the pool so nobody can see what's happening yeah. underneath and just opens the trap door yeah. for the sharks to come in. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, and that doesn't work. But it doesn't. Bond swims back past the sharks, clearly behind some glass. It's really obvious the way his hands are up. Yeah. Well, um, I, I saw um, I saw a thing about it, and he was saying that um, in the filming of that, um, Sean Connery was like, um, "I'm not fucking getting in there." With <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> and um, yeah, <laughs> and uh, so they were like, "Oh, well, we're going to make a piece of perspex." So. Um, they can't get to you. And apparently, um, the scene that you see, like he's, be- he's obviously behind yeah, yeah, some clearly. prospects, and the shark goes past. Well, a bit further on in that scene, the uh, when they were shooting it, the shark just swims around the side of the prospects, <laughs> and Sean Connery's like, fucking hell! And he jumps out of the pool, and he says, I'm not, I'm not getting back in there again. <laughs> so the shot that they had, that was it. He only did it once, because he was like, get fucked. <laughs> And then they got eaten by a fucking shark. <laughs> <laughs> fucking brilliant. Um, yes, bless him. Um, and the the um, speaking of the the gadgets and stuff, one of the other things that I'd read was that um, a lot of the gadgets that they they had were they made some of them practical. So obviously they used an existing jetpack. Yep. And that's, yeah, yeah. That's, that was a real thing. A lot of the scuba things that they made were, you know, those like little scuba scuba yeah, things. Yeah. They made them to actually function and stuff. And um, the the little breathing device that he's yep. got is supposed to be instead of the two big tanks, it looks like he's um, he's just biting on two little gas canisters yeah. that you'd get for icing a uh, putting a soda stream. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah. Well, what um, was that? What was that? Cra- what was that craze? Um, with those little tiny canisters of uh, laughing gas that kids. Yeah. I can't remember. There was a name for it. Nos yeah. or something like that. Anyway, yeah. That. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so it was them, and um, so somebody had some army guy had said to him like, "I know you make all loads of practical stuff. You know the breathing apparatus. How long does that last you?" And the guy who was doing it said. As long as you can hold your breath, he doesn't fucking work. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, he was just building it in his mouth all the time. Really? No, no function to it whatsoever. Um, so yeah, so he's gone over, gone over there, got shut in the thing, gets past the sharks, <clears throat> goes back to the hotel. There's Fiona yeah, in his yeah. bath. She says, "Well, pass me something so I, so I can get out of the bath. Pass me some clothes." And he passes a, a pair of shoes. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Yeah, but luckily she has a towel on her hair. So she takes that off and yeah. covers the so she, with that. So she uses that. Um, so then they... Uh, so Bond is essentially... He gets... Oh, he shags her a few times. And then... And he um, says he does it for king and country. King. Well, then they get dressed They get dressed to go to go out. And then when he opens the door, there's henchmen on the other side of it. And he's like, oh, right, okay, the game's up then. So she, she, the two henchmen come in and get this gun off him, and she says, "I didn't know you had a gun." And he slides it underneath the, uh, the pillow that's or the right. we were shagging. And, uh, and that's when he says, y- uh, "I did what I did for, 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 like I say, for king and country." But surely Elizabeth had been queen for. Well, um, shouldn't she 1864. get sixty-four? she coronation 18, in fifty-two? Yeah, 18 fifty. Years. Yeah. So no, why did he say king and country? I don't understand that. Fifty-two, sixty-four, twelve years. 12 years. 
12 years? Oh, so I didn't understand that at all. Yeah, 12 years. Yeah, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. It's like on principle, he's not he's not doing it for a woman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, only, he's, only, he's only acting for a dead king. Yeah, Bond. Anyway, so then, so then he's caught. He's banged to rights. He's been caught. He's in the back of a car. He's he's, on, he's at gunpoint. And oh, do you know where they're going? Uh, they're going to the fe- what festival it is. I can't remember the name of it. It's called the Junkanoo. The Junkanoo. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> they're going. He's, he's going to the Junkanoo. The Junkanoo. It's fucking right. weird. They've got um, there's there's uh, pirate effigies, corn cob people with heads, people yeah. with dice for hats. Floats for the UN. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, you know, I'm not sure conceptually whether they really figured it out. But um, anyway, so they're, they're off to the Junkanoo. So I, I, I put on the on the Junkanoo, I put, what's the theme with three exclamation marks? Yeah. Um, like, one of the floats was the United Nations. Yes, I said the, the next, same thing. Next to the United Nations, there was the Dice people. Yeah, the Dice they people. They were all just dressed as Dice. Yeah. And then the best one that I saw that was... Just straight behind the United Nations was Sydney's shoe repairs. <laughs> <laughs> and I was looking, I was thinking, oh, there must be another shop then. But no, there wasn't yeah. another shop. But there was a giant corn cob man. Which I didn't quite understand either. So yeah. Yeah, there was um there was a Mr. Peanut. Um and then there was a float that there was there was a there was a Mr. Peanut. There was a float that just had women in bikinis just stood on it. Yeah, that, doesn't, su- do that doesn't surprise you, does it? I mean, that doesn't surprise you really. No, no. Um, anyway, no, no. so um, at, at various points when the cars are stopped, people hawkers, street hawkers, turn up to offer things to offer things for sale. Yeah, yeah. And one of them, but oh, go on. he's not offering it for sale. He's not offering it for sale. It's a it's a guy who's trying to make him have a drink of rum. Oh, he's just he's, he's just, just saying there, have a drink. Yeah, he just keeps saying have a drink, have a drink, and they're like going no 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 no, and he just keeps shoving this bottle of rum through the through the window, going, come on, have a drink, have a drink. He keeps he keeps saying it's like fire it's like fire water, have a drink. Yeah, and understandably they don't want to have a drink of this stranger's <laughs> brew, <Yeah. laughs> but then Fiona starts lighting a fag. And so Bond kicks the bottle of rum over the henchman at the front, and then slams her lighter in it, and it and it there's smoke and like a little explosion of fire. Isn't there? Yeah, and suddenly one of them's on fire then, a bit. It's it's again, yeah. it's another of those moments where j- just a brisk batting of the hand would have put all that out. It, it yeah, it's so. But yeah. you know, classically in Bond world, ah, and and when he when he um, yeah. when he knocks the um, the liquid onto him. It's not like an instant, yeah. not the liquid. It's like the flames. It's not the liquid. And they've got enough yeah. time to go, bloody clean on this. Bloody clean on yeah. this. And then woof. And, so- um, and with one kick, the spread of the fluid is like it's from an, a big open bucket. Yeah. It just goes everywhere yeah. immediately. It's not like it would have done out of a normal yeah, bottle absolutely. where it would like, it has splashed, it has splashed like a soup spoonful at a time. <laughs> yeah. No. This was like a proper bucket. Well, you have to assume away. that Bond is some kind of wizard, and he can he can summon up his Aston Martin um, hose jets wherever, yeah, and, and firing whatever yeah. he wants. So Bond escapes the car yeah. <clears throat> and tries to run into the into the crowd of the floods. He gets shot and he gets shot in the leg. Yeah. Now I'm only saying this bit about him getting shot in the leg because it performs no other function other than to act as a trail for the people. To chase him and find him, it doesn't affect him. So you can, and then it's never mentioned afterwards. No, no, he has, he has a, a limp in one shot. 
Yeah, so you could just forget. You can just forget all about. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, so they they find him because of the um, because of the blood because he's and they find him. He go he jumps into the kiss kiss club that's along yes, the way. Yes, he does. <clears throat> now the kiss kiss club. I thought this is going to be amazing. <laughs> in, in in a way it is. Um, so it's like an outdoor kind of bar yeah. with a dance floor. And the first thing that you see is. Um, uh, a black girl wearing a bikini, yeah. a very small bikini. Yeah, yeah. She's she's dancing on the dance floor, and she's trying to put out a nan bread that's on fire <laughs> on the on the floor. Um, it's never explained why she's well, why she's do, why she's doing it or why it's there. But she's the only person on the dance floor doing but it. But it's that thing as well that that um, the camera starts at her breasts. Mm. Full screen. This woman, as 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 Bill Hick, the great Bill Hicks would have said, "What are them titties doing? Jiggling, jiggling yeah. titties." Yeah. It is just like mmm, jiggling mmm. titties. And then yeah. the, and then it slowly pans up and out, and you see uh, you see this this young black dancer doing doing a thing and trying to trying to put out the uh, uh, the unleavened bread. Um, but you're right; it's it's not the mm. you know. And now at the Kiss Kiss Club, it's Marcia and her burning bread. You know, it's just this. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's the strangest act I've ever seen in my Bond, life. Bond goes to dance with a woman who instantly wants to dance with him, and then Fiona turns up for a dance, doesn't she? And the woman says, "You didn't tell me your wife was here," and and, and storms <laughs> yeah. off. It's, it's just. Uh... And the the henchmen appear on the perimeter of the dance floor, um, and then <laughs> the music, oh the music oh is God. kind of like the music is really like elevator music. It's very soft and. <laughs> well, someone booked the wrong drummer, didn't they? Someone booked the ki- wrong drummer. At that kind of, and it's at that kind of tempo, and it's really relaxing, <laughs> and kind of, you just want to sway your body to yeah. it. And then there's a bloke playing the bongo yeah. drums who's off his fucking <laughs> nut. Someone has <laughs> booked. He's, booked he's taken so much fucking. If you can see that, it says so much bongo player. Fucking, is fucking crazy. <laughs> I, he's had so much fucking Charlie. <laughs> it's I untrue. Mean, it's it is. It is like, um, ah, oh, listen, lads, uh, Fizzy Gillespie's poorly, uh, so your regular bongo player's out. Ah, oh, all right, who, who is there? Oh, Looney Begonzi's taking over. Oh, not Looney Begonzi. Yeah, Looney Begonzi's coming. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> fucking it's, banging away like a madman. It's, oh, my God, it's fucking mental. It's absolutely mental. If I can get a sound clip of it, I'll oh please do. Oh, it's just it's just crazy. It doesn't go with the music in not, any way, shape, or form. You can imagine the rest of the band looking at him, going, "He's fucking ruining this gig." Years we've tried yeah, to get a fucking kiss, kiss club, and look at this. And again, it's only there to cover up the sound of um, a gunshot, which um, will come from a pistol that's hiding behind the curtains, that's behind the bongo yeah. player. Anyway, Bond onto that. He sees that somebody's about to shoot him. So he flips Fiona around, yeah. and they end up shooting Fiona. And luckily, the bullet just stops in Fiona and doesn't go through yeah, her and into him. That's right. Uh, and then, as soon as she's been shot, he just puts his finger over the hole. <laughs> where she yeah, got it's shot. like the Dutch boy in the dike, covering up the blood. No yeah. more blood. And that, like, like you know, when you got you got a little scab on your knee, you, oh, just, just just press it, press it, and then you'll be all right. It'll a sc- it'll form over, a scab will form over that. You'll be all right. <laughs> And then he carries her over, and then he, puts her puts her next <laughs> yeah. to some other people. And went, oh, do you mind? She's just dead. And, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. wah, wah, I could wah, not understand. Wah. I could not understand why he said he didn't say, 
she's dead tired. Yeah. Why? Why would the? Why would he just leave it as dead? Just, because she is dead. Just dead. There's no double meaning. No, to that. She's fucking oh, dead. Do you mind? She's just dead. Yeah. Do you mind if I just leave this dead here? <laughs> Jump over here. Yeah. There's been a murder. Anyway, she's just she's just been shot in the back, and I need to get her out of her quick quickly. <laughs> anyway, touchy bye. Yeah, bye. So um, Bond, like you say, Bond escapes. Um, I've got down here Felix and James. Oh, Felix, and then it's the next day, and Felix and James find the plane when they're in the chopper. Yeah, because he says, um, he, he names them like the sharks, doesn't he? He says, oh, it's the Golden Grotto. It's, it's Golden Grotto. Right, and yeah. he says, Golden Grotto. Yeah. That must be the place. Yeah. Why? Why he knows that that is suddenly the place. There you go. There's another extraordinarily long underwater scene where he finds the plane, undoes the camouflage, oh, gets gets the name tag and the wristwatch of the, um, the fake pilot. Yeah. Uh, and takes it away, but that it goes on for like ten minutes. That bit. It does. So then he goes back and he he um he finds um Domino. Uh, she's swimming as well, isn't she? And she's yeah, she's swimming. <laughs> like... What coincidence? <laughs> anyway, it's like find, it's like bumping, some, bumping into someone <laughs> at the, in the supermarket. And you have a chat and you go right. Well, see you later then. And then three aisles later, you go oh fuck. What, what do I say now? But of course, we're bond. It's well, I'll just fuck her then. <laughs> yeah, because he they they go onto a boat and then he he, he bangs he bangs her. Doesn't well, no, I mean I think that, then, I think um, the implication from all the bubbles is they have sex in the water, underwater, in the sea. Oh right, okay. Oh, that would be unpleasant. Well, that's it? that's what I took from it. Yeah, I would imagine it'd be. Uh, yeah, I suppose. You know, because yeah. the camera pulls away and there's music and then suddenly a load of bubble like. Uh, I thought it was just um, tension wind. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I didn't expect to yeah. see you down here again. I come down here to release my wind. There we go. Oh, look at that large fish over there! <laughs> have you ever oh, seen a Vulcan well, bomber? If you look over there under the <laughs> camouflage of netting, it's it. So anyway, uh, he um, one way one way or another, he's he's shagging her again, and then they go to um, they go to the beach, and um, they're, they're having like a picnic, yeah. an impromptu picnic. Yeah. Um, and she's he says, "I've got some, I've got some news for you," and she goes, "Oh God, are you leaving me?" And he's like, "No, no, it's not that." And then she's like, "Oh, are you having to go on another mission?" And he's like, "No, no, no, it's nothing like that." And then he just holds out the name tag yeah. and the. Watch and she's like, "Oh my God, that my, my brother's dead!" And then she starts crying. Well, I wrote down and what then, he said. Um, did you? Did you? Did you know this? He he said, "No, no." Largo had your brother murdered, or it was on his orders. Are they the fucking same thing? Yes, yeah, <laughs> they exactly the same yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> Why he's put an or yeah. in there? Why is that? You know, it was either his orders or he had him killed. So you can decide which it is, but. You know, it's one of those two, which are possibly the same. Which... <laughs> the order of wording is yours. Yeah. <laughs> and then one of the things that I always take, if you, you know, and I'm, and I'm sure you're the same, Rich, when you go on a beachside picnic, as well as food, mm-hmm. cold cuts, you know, possibly an egg, 
my maybe some coleslaw, yeah. some pop, or, or a flask. Uh, yeah. Always a, a yeah. blanket. Always take a spear gun. Yeah. You know, just just the just the yeah. usual stuff you take, isn't it? Really. Yeah. 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 Absolutely, the essentials. Yeah. Just the essentials. Um. Yeah. So they're having this conversation, and she's obviously devastated about her, her brother's death. It's at this point that James decides to put his sunglasses on, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is is a. Just a blatant show of disinterest. It's a barrier. It's a barrier for any kind of empathy, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not giving. He's just thinking. Looking at you in the eye. Oh, she's gonna start. She's gonna start fucking crying now. So yeah, yeah. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put my sunglasses on so she can't see that I'm not looking at her anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So he puts his sunglasses on, and then then they hear a noise, and she goes, "Oh, that's Vargas behind you, James," and Vargas is creeping up on him. and James turns around really quickly and shoots him with the harpoon gun, and it and it fixes him to the tree. Yeah. And he goes, oh, "I think he got the point." Yeah. But that uh, that would have that would have worked, but there was nothing before it. Yeah. To 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 make that work, wasn't yeah. there? I think he got the point about what. Yeah, I was going to say he wasn't part of the conversation. There there, there was no jeopardy. There yeah. was no threat. So. No. One no. point. <clears throat> yeah. It wasn't like us, like these spectre agents just never get the message. Yeah. Oh, I think he got the point yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, none of that. No, just I think he got the point. Yeah, there you go. He might as well just gone, I've just shot him with a half. Well, he kind of did earlier. She's just dead. She's just dead. I, yeah. There's a woman dead here, the bongo player. <laughs> dead. I think he got the point because I've impaled him. Do you see what I did there? He's now a kebab. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> oh, stupid. So, <clears throat> right, Bond goes to Lago's hideout. Um, oh, he's got a. Tr- he's got a. He, he, he goes in his little trunks because Domino tells him a secret way of getting into Lago's hideout. Yes. And he goes in his little trunks and he takes a. I'm sorry, I'm just telling my dog to show up because she wants to take it. Um, <laughs> so got to, uh, he takes a tracker tablet so that people can know where he That's is. That's right, yes, he does. Um, and funnily enough, the tracker tablet seemed exactly the same size as the one that was in Casino Royale. It's like technology hasn't moved on <laughs> that much since then. Um, so uh, Lago's men, they're all going to go to... Um, Lago's secret hideout is underwater base, so they're going to go and collect the missiles. That's another thing. How long has that base been there? It's a hollow rock that looks, oh, you know, yeah. and, and inside the hollow rock, yeah. I mean, it's like corrugated, you know, cardboard and all that kind of. It looks pretty yeah. naff, but yeah. that must have had more than one use because you don't go. Um, n- n- number number two, how are you planning your mission? <laughs> Well, uh, number one, uh, my, my, my thought is that we're going to train a man up and give him surgery for two years. In the meantime, we're going to use that time to hollow out a rock uh, somewhere <laughs> off the coast of Nassau uh, and, 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 and fill it with um, equipment where we could store two nuclear bombs. Ready, number one? Yeah, uh, safe, safely underwater. Yeah, fucking, uh, it's, you know, I mean, obviously Bond, oh yeah, gadgets and places and things. There's no logic. Again, who did the planning? Who did the planning? Do you think it was the same gig? The people, the French people, the the French builders. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Well, you've, I, I can see you've, I can see on the plans you've got space for two bombs, but how are you going to get them onto your scuba car? You're going to need um, you're going to need two big pushing rod kind of things. Yeah, the rods really unwieldy. Dave, Dave, Dave's got he just slides and pushing rods. I can get him to have a look look at a pair of them for you. If you, no if you would. I'll just add it on the invoice. Yeah. Don't worry about yeah, it. If yeah. You would. Yeah, just... yeah, we'll put it in final price. It'll be all right. We'll, we'll get that sorted for you. If I if I'll tell you what, I'll do it I'll do it all as one job because I can give you a bit of a discount then. <laughs> <laughs> so Lago's men are gonna go down there. Yeah. Um Bond Bond um knocks out one of Lago's men and dresses up as one of them in the black scuba gear and goes with them. Um, but then when they get to where the bombs are, it gets rumbled and um, it gets locked into the, the the big underwater room where the bombs were. Yes, and Lago's men escape with the bombs on the scuba Again, trapped park. behind a flimsy cardboard-looking door. Yeah, which looks like it could easily get through. Yeah, it does. Um, and there's, there's gaps all over. Yeah, it's there. terrible. Um, anyway, he manages to find a way out. Uh, does bond through this cave system but you can't get out of the top yeah um so you can see the sky but you can't get up there i don't know why it looks perfectly climbable yeah. but you can't do it um so felix is going over the top with the coast guards uh helicopter looking for bond because he's got his money on his tracker device and he thinks well he's around here somewhere but we can't see him but bond's got his tiny flare yeah. thing that um q gave him so he uses that he escapes onto the helicopter. He says, "You need to get all of the alert, all the services because that's the plane. The bombs down there. The planes there. This is what they're going to do with it." He knows all the plan. Yeah. So Felix gets on the radio, and then um, the next thing you know, all there's a plane going over. <laughs> there's loads of people parachuting out of the plane, and they've all got um, orange and white parachutes, yeah. really bright yeah. <laughs> in the daylight, yeah. super subtle, and. Um, they're all um, army scuba men, but they've all got bright orange scuba outfits yeah. on. So they go in the water and they go and attack Lago's men. So there's a big it's a, underwater it's scuba a fight. It's action there. man in the bath battle, isn't it? It is, yeah, it is, yeah. It's, it's yeah. A, it, I mean, yeah. it's so gloriously over the top, but it's the one bit in this film yeah. that I remember, it's the only bit I really remember about Thunderball, and yeah. it's the one that I still yeah. really enjoyed. You know, uh, mm. I, I think it's, I think it's brilliantly choreographed. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. Lots and lots of knives cutting airways, as we've talked about. Um, yeah. Now, is it before that or after that that Largo um, has, has, has cottoned on to Domino and says, um, I'm now going to torture you with... And he's got a cigar, this for heat. And he's got a handful of ice cubes and this for cold. Oh, it's, it's, af it's after that, I think. Is it after the fight? Because I thought... No, maybe it's not. Because he has to join the fight, doesn't he? I thought it was... Because he, he he's about to do all this and somebody comes in, the, the kind of... The nerd guy. Oh, uh, yeah. The nerd guy yeah. comes in who's been working with Largo all along. He's like, the, he's like you know, he's from... He's, you know, uh, Terry from Accounts kind of comes in and goes... Oh, yes, sorry. Yes. It's... it's um, While James is being... Um, he's in the underwater thing. While he's waiting to get rescued by the helicopter... Then it cuts to Domino being rumbled because she's trying to help James. Yeah. And then she gets tied up in a really kinky way yeah. by him. Yeah. Um, what a surprise. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so that's when he's going to torture. Yeah, this one for hot and this one for cold. Yeah. 
What? I know, I know, I know. <laughs> oh, no, he's going to torture me with that ice cube. No, ice cube. That's what I wrote. Ice cube for cold, question mark, and... It's sure. an ice cube and a pack of Marlboro Lights. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Anyway, so that that's all happened. And then that, the torture is, yeah. is stopped by Terry from Accounts, who says, there's something kicking off. So he goes and puts his scuba gear on yeah. and goes down. And, and then there's the big action yeah. man in the bath fight. And he disables the nuclear bombs. Yes, he does. Does um, the we does the Ouija science guy? Yes, he does. Um, so then we go into the fight, and there are harpoons flying all over oh, the place. Oh my god! Harpoon gun It's galore, like, it's like it? an underwater um, fucking Agincourt. Do you know? It's a funny that it was, there was a real mix with that underwater scene of like there was some really like awfully overacted cheesy bits where somebody would get their airline on their thing cut and then they would like like you say like spin out yeah, yeah, yeah. as if they were like a tie fighter yeah. just being knocked <laughs> um and then then but then you have these other scenes that were like like stunning where there were lots of people fighting all at the same time but you could see all of them at different levels and it was so weird because you're just not used to seeing people like suspended almost yeah, in yeah. two different fight scenes yeah. at the same time some of it was like beautifully shot. Yeah. The fight, the fight bits, and some of it was just ridiculous. There was a point, but yeah, it's the it's the best best bit. In the it film is without film. a doubt. There was a point at which it's quite near the end of the fight where all of them, uh, black black wetsuits and red wetsuits alike, all just sort of slowly drift upwards, and I think it was like the camera just yeah. went, okay, cut. And they've just kept the shot in where they all yeah. just go, right, we're going to the surface now. All at the same time, same yeah. level, same pace, same lack of hurry. There's, there's, it's kind of a Dinner weird time. Dinner time. There's a, bit, there's a bit in the fight, though, where Bond uh, has got into the uh, ruins of an old ship, a sunken ship. And he takes off his, his jet pack, yeah. his, 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 you know, his underwater uh, hover pack thing uh, and leaves it for somebody to find. Yeah. Now, did it need three of them to go mm. in to check it was there? No, but they all do anyway, and Bond's able to get away Definitely. and trap them. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, he blows him up with a grenade. Um, but that backpack that he he, he comes in on, yeah. which has got billows of yellow, yellow yeah. stuff <laughs> yeah. coming out the back of it. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's another one of the gadgets. Yes, and that's right. His backpack can fire harpoons from it because it. He shoots people with amazing accuracy. Yes, he does. He? Never used it before. Never put no, it on before. Point, but he's, he's a fucking dab he shoots. He shoots like a piece of rope that's holding up um, an iron door uh, so that the door swings down and closes. Yeah. It's just bizarre. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's amazing. It is. So the, the, the actual like fighting bits, there's lots of like s- stabbing people... And you go, oh, they go like, oh no, you've got me like overacting and stuff yeah. like that. And there's lots of people having their airlines cut. It's all quite Bondy, tame stuff. Yeah. And then there's one shot where this guy gets shot with the harpoon gun right in the eye. Yeah, that's right. It goes, yeah. it's, it's like it's this sudden moment of like gory realism yeah, that they've just dropped yeah, in in the middle of it. It's all. quite weird. It's so weird. It's like something from Jaws. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've put on there uh, harpoon in the eye exclamation mark. I've also put lobster exclamation mark because there's a oh, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> there's a there's a picture they're having a fight and then a lobster, a lobster just walks, walks past. past. Yeah, and then and then there's a guy who's struggling with his airline and a, an octopus sits on his face. <laughs> 
and just doesn't. Just Wouldn't doesn't you just love to add the voices of those lobster, that lobster and that octopus? <laughs> well, Johnny Morris would do it. Wouldn't Johnny he? Morris would do it. Yeah. yeah. Oh hello, <laughs> what's going on here? I'm going to call the Undersea Police. <laughs> so, um, fighting at Lago gets back onto the ship, and they try try and make their escape. And Bond gets onto the hydrofoil of the. Disco Volante. Yeah. Um, it's at this point where they know that they're not going to escape the um, various patrol boats and wash, random random warship that's turned up. Um, so uh, Lago gives the order, jettison the cocoon! Yeah. And the the whole back of the Disco Volante comes off as a separate ship, yeah. doesn't it? But it turns out um, that part of the ship is made of fucking balsa wood. That's my other balsa wood thing. Well, yeah... <sighs> The, the the bit that they the the cocoon that they jettison um, hasn't got any motors to go anywhere no. for some reason, um, so it's just a sitting duck. <clears throat> but it's massively armed, isn't it? There's machine guns yeah, all yeah, over yeah. it, absolutely everywhere. There's machine guns, um, and while it's doing that, then the the front of the Discovery zooms off yeah. to make its escape. Um, and then the cocoon just gets bombed the shit out of the thing. <laughs> Why do this? There's a, there's um, there's like a captain of the cocoon, and he's going, keep firing, keep firing, hold your line, hold the line, yeah, yeah. keep firing. And so there's all these henchmen shooting at with machine guns at warships. Yeah, they've got no chance. No. Um, and at that point, they'd all just go, get fucked. I'm yeah. off. I'm going. But no, they all keep firing. Like, we can turn this around. <laughs> <laughs> we can beat them, lads. No. So they, they jump off, apart from one mannequin. That's um, There's a mannequin stood at the back of the boat that's leaning at a really odd angle that's on there, to I'm guessing, to look like a person from when the boat explodes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's a very it obvious mannequin. <laughs> yeah. So the, that, that, that part of the boat gets uh, blown up. Um, so then back yeah, on, the meanwhile, on the Disco Volante proper, yeah, which is going at Bond's fucking light speed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when they show the inside of the Disco Volante, the, um, the cockpit kind of bit, um, when you look through the glass, they've obviously projected something travelling along in the water, going towards rocks and then avoiding them and then going around them. And then they've just sped it up, yeah. but they've sped it. They've sped it up way too much, haven't they? Yeah, it is fucking. You'd remarkable. have to be going at like Mach one, wouldn't you, yeah. to get that kind of speed? Yeah. Um, so they keep fighting over the steering wheel to get round it. Um, uh, and anyway, um, so uh, let me see. So Bond beats up a lot of people. He fights the crew. I put down here. He goes back to his tripping, like he did at the start. <laughs> yeah, he was God. tripping people up. He tripped up that guard in the middle when he was at Lago's house, and then he starts tripping. He trips up two more people on the boat. <laughs> that seems to be his main, like, like other people have got like jujitsu yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Bond trips He's got tripping up. It's such a seventies thing, isn't it? <laughs> like that's exactly what we did at primary school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tripping up. <laughs> um, and then um, Domino harpoons Lago in the back, yeah. uh, and kills him. Yeah. Uh, and the Disco Volante then crashes. But Bond and Domino, they escape. Not just, in them, like not a just them. Bond, Domino, and Terry from Accounts, who's disabled the bombs, who says, I can't swim. He says, don't worry, you'll get used to it. And they all jump into the That's water. It. 
And then they fucking leave yeah. him. He's never seen him. <laughs> yeah, they just give, they give him a life. They give him like an inflatable, no, a, like a life ring. Yeah, that's right. They? Yeah, they give him a life uh, ring. They, they don't put it. Ra- they don't put it round him. No. They just throw it in the water at the same yeah, time yeah. as him. So there's there's absolutely no sort of mean. duty of care. He's dead. Yeah. He's definitely dead, <laughs> isn't he? Yeah. Th- thanks for disabling the bombs. Good luck. Bye. Shark infested water. They get, they get in the dinghy, and then he um he's got another gadget where. He can inflate like um, a barrage balloon that's attached to the dinghy. So he inflates this barrage balloon. The barrage balloon goes up in the air. Uh, it's attached to the dinghies uh, by a cable, and Bond puts the cable around his shoulders, and then they just kind of relax in the dinghy. Yeah. To him and Domino, and then a plane comes along with two big metal prongs sticking out the front <laughs> of it, and it and it goes. It gets the wire from the barrage balloon underneath it. And holds it, and it pulls Bond and Domino up in the air yeah. uh, to escape, and they fly off into the distance, and then that's that's possibly the end of it. That would have ripped his arms out, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, yeah. The, the the velocity that it, that plane was going at, it must have been doing three hundred mile well, an hour. Of course. And he's Bond's going from sitting to three hundred miles an hour <laughs> yeah. in an instant. Yeah. It would have just literally just ripped his his arms out of his sockets. <laughs> And he would have just been left sat there Bleeding in the death. dinghy with Domino with no arms, with blood just spurting out the sides, <laughs> and she'd have been like, "Well, that's not how I thought it was going to end." Absolutely. Oh dear. At and least you won't be able to thinking... groan me now. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then I was thinking, so now what? What do they do? How do they land? Oh, how do they get down explained. safely? Just roll credits. Roll credits. Film's over. Yeah. Don't don't answer about Terry from accounts who may or may not have drowned. Don't worry about yeah. the rest of it. We've got him safe. Yeah. He's still got both of his arms. Game done. We're done. I mean, logically, you would look at that and you'd think, oh, well, they're all dead then. That's a shame. Yeah. Anyway, be a new Bond than in the next one. Yeah, of course. And yet. And yet. It was not. It was not. No, it wasn't. Right, no. Give me, give me a second while I, I've got to take my earphone off, and I'm going to go and get the, I'm going to get the polyhedral dice, because okay. in a moment it is time for us to make our decision. Hold on. It is. Yes. Uh, right. Uh, right. There they are. Uh, in my. Excellent. My marvelous. Uh, oh, have you come out? I've got the wire out. Yeah, I have. Hold on. There we go. This is this is the. Um... So, right. Ah. Uh, as it's my Blade Runner tin. There it is. There you go. This is the bit that I have to um, leave it to you because um, I, I can never remember how many fil- films or bonds we well, were working with. Well, we're six bonds. So one for Connery, right through to six for Craig. So we've so far had a six and a one. So let's see what we get today. Um, we are doing... Our next bond is a... Hold on. It is another Daniel Craig... Would you believe? Uh, yeah. And it is. So he did how many? Did he do five? He did five, five didn't he? Five, I think. So we'll yeah. take out Casino Royale, which means he did four. So I'm going to get out yeah. a D4. There you go. Four-sided dice. Uh, and we get number two out of four is Skyfall. Um, is it? Yeah. Because you don't count Casino um, Royale, which is number one of five. So two, three, four, and five. Will be one, two, three, and four. I thought eight. a little bit of me time was oh, after. Well, it um, is. It's the second. Casino Royale. Yeah, it is. Oh, do you want to do a little bit? Shall we just do a little bit of me time? 
Yeah, why not? Okay, so... Is, it, is, that, would it, is that right, by the dice? No, no, the dice... No, so, so there's five Craig films, and yeah. we've done one of them already. So I took one of five and made Oh, four. I see. No, you're right. Rolled you're right, dice, it's Skyfall. And the second, the second number is Skyfall. Yeah, it is, you're right. So, no, yeah, no, we'll do Skyfall. So we're skipping a little bit of me time for now. And our next, yeah. our next adventure into bondage. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> they always used to say that yeah. on the in the Christmas TV Times, the Radio Times. Well, not the the TV Times, definitely, because Boxing Day was typically James Bond film day, and it would always say time for some Christmas bondage. I suspect <laughs> the editors of the TV Times were going, oh, bondage, oh, bondage. Oh. But yeah, yeah, it's your Christmas bondage. fix of bondage. Yeah, whatever. So yeah. And now it's time for more sexual assault and rape <laughs> with James Bond. Jesus Christ, yeah, absolutely. Oh, the spy who groped me. Uh. <laughs> right, so, so Daniel Craig. Yeah, another Daniel yeah, Craig. Lovely, Skyfall. So if you're going to, um, if you want to join in with us for the next one, um, you need to be getting on to uh, Skyfall, which we'll have next week for you. Yeah. As well as as well as our our, um, uh, our stunning uh, summation uh, of, of the movie, there will also probably be two more themes, which will give Adela run yeah, for so, her fucking money. Uh, yeah, so so now it's time for you to listen to our our versions of the <clears throat> Thunderball themes. So what 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 I did was I I did a bit of a Bond esque piece of music. So I tried to do it with. Um, he always has a bit of a flavour of where the uh, the the action's set. So there's a bit of bongo drums in this at the start. Needlessly, doesn't really add anything to the song. Yeah. Uh, it's only at the start. And, and nowhere near as mad as the bongos in the film either. <clears throat> let's be honest. No, no, very tame compared to the film. Then there's some orchestra because obviously there's orchestra. Um, uh, the name of the film obviously has to be put in here and. Um, Again, crowbar in as much as possible, uh, and then um, so in my version, I've tried to inhabit a bit of Shirley Bassey, which has come off a bit like Eartha Kit more. Uh, Nick was writing his summation of my mind. It's awesome. Kit. It's absolutely awesome. It's uh, it's definitely far far from awesome. Um, <laughs> so what we'll do now is um, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to. Put my my version in, uh, and then and then we'll have a little chat, and then we'll listen to Nick's and hear his 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 view on his. of his hairy chest somehow deflects all of the love that I am feeling big he'll never cry my British spy he has some mental issues that I need of reassessing one thing's for sure he'll send me reeling when he fires his harpoon and it pins me to the ceiling don't touch me 
Right. So that was that was my version. Um, I have to say that my the, the favourite bit in in my version uh, wasn't supplied by me. If um, you've got like good earphones and it's quite loud, at the very end, the very last, um, the very last whispered big thunderballs, big thunderballs. Um, it goes big thunderballs. Mm. <laughs> um, so that, that that kind of was um, uh, one of my pugs was uh, asleep on the chair next to me while I was recording it. And I didn't hear him make that noise. Yeah, I wish you never told me that because it sounded like you did a little Alan Bennett voice. I was like, mm, Alan it does, Bennett. It does, it does. Really it's like it's going, oh, big thunderbolts. Yeah. I would have loved at the in the opening credits uh, Thunderball theme by Eartha Kitt and mm. Alan Bennett. That, that would have just made me laugh <laughs> a lot. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> So Nick, let's have yours. Oh, is, is there anything you want to say before? I just, eh? I, I, I mean, I, <clears throat> I wanted to try and <laughs> I wanted to try and sum up certain parts of the film. That was all. Um, and uh, and and I think um, I, I, I suppose I was maybe trying to channel my inner Tina Turner, but I got nowhere near Tina Turner. I'm probably close to Trevor Turner, who I went to school with, who was very weird and couldn't sing either. <laughs> <laughs> Right, let's 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 get knocked out by by this bad boy. And here's Nixon's ball. Thunderball. up men at funerals in dresses but when two missiles get stolen by spectre 007 has to go and inspect over to Nassau where some women are scary and both upon's legs are remarkably hairy there's a fight with a shark Fights underwater, but fights to be free. But then he gets caught up. He will in Thunderball. So the thing that I, 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 <laughs> there's, I mean, there's, there's a lot to unpack. Yeah, I don't mind. Um, uh, there's. Uh, my, my two favourite elements are um, the, the storytelling. Yep. I love the storytelling in it. 
Um, that that I think is perfect with with a bond a bond theme, where they break off and they basically just tell you what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> or is going to go on. Um, um, my second favourite bit is the beautiful noises that you make <laughs> at the end over the crashing and the orchestration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so moving. Well, it's it. I, I, yeah, like I say, I was I was I was aiming for um, one of the Turners anyway. Maybe the painter. I don't know, but uh, yeah. Just as um, one recording artist to another. <laughs> um, <laughs> How, how did you um, how did you feel when you were recording your vocals? Well, I mean, because because it's <laughs> because it's a parody in nature, as opposed to me trying to go and now this is me singing. I felt all yeah, right. Yeah. I think if I was going, yeah. oh, this is a serious attempt at me singing. I would be horribly self conscious because I know I'm not a good yeah. singer. I, you know, I can I can just about hold a tune in a very limited range. Um, but uh, but it's not great. So uh, but it was it was all right to go on the ball. I had no problem with that. Yeah, that. yeah. You know. Yeah, I did. Um, I tried um, on the on my first bit of the recording when I was just doing the ooh and the ball bit at the start. Yeah. <clears throat> and I, and I and I um, I was just trying to find a blank blank bit to record on, and um, when I did it. I listened back to it. And it was so horribly, horribly out of tune. <laughs> I couldn't even believe that I could be that out of tune. Um, so oh, it's probably not as easy as it as it looks. Um, but yeah, no. Once I'd done a few, and I was thinking, well, it's not me. It's Eartha Kit or Shirley Bassey yeah, doing yeah. this. Not me. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. So Skyfall is going to be an interesting Skyfall, one. Listen, Adele, better watch out. I think I, I think yeah. you're right in in, in saying that. Adele Dell's remains the only Bond theme ever to get to number one. Is that right? Oh, I don't know. That does sound plausible, though. I know, I know only one's made it to number one, um, and I, I'm assuming it's that one. I don't think it'd be because the one after that was the Sam Smith one, um, oh, and then yeah. the one after that, the um, No Time to Die. I can't even fucking remember. Was it Billie Eilish? Yeah. Uh, so I, I think it, I think it was the Adele one. Um, Surely Billie Eilish got to number one. I don't know, actually. Oh, are you going to look it up? No, I'm not. All oh, right, I'm going to look it up. Um, I don't know, but but um, anyway, listen. I think we I think we can top that. We can definitely top that. Yeah, and lyric lyrics wise, we can definitely smash um, Adele Skyfall oh. because she's just talking about just talking about a house, isn't she? Well, she's also singing about trifle apple crumble profiterole. We've got it all together. Yeah, yeah. So no, I'm gonna we're gonna smash that one. Yeah. So dear listeners, I hope you enjoyed um, part two of our Bondathon, uh, and will join us for Daniel Craig's Skyfall uh, next week. Yes, indeed. So so we'll see you soon. See you later. See you later. Bye 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 bye. bye, 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 bye.